To Hyrule Geek, it's your boy Mayhem Mike, and joining me, we, yeah, joining me today is my host. I know, right? Uh, Thirty seconds into it, not even. Anyway, joining me is my fellow co-host. You know him as I Love DC. Justice League can do me no wrong. B versus S was the greatest movie around. Booking Boy T, Booking yeah, Boy yeah. T, say what's up? What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's going on? DC forever, you know how it goes. Uh, the man, <laughs> the mystery himself. We are located in the Hall of Justice. Donnie Dorco, what's up, y'all? Yeah, him really, really deeply. And then, of course, we got a special guest with us. We got uh, Mr. Salty Balls himself. <laughs> that's what I'm going to ask? That's yeah. Not, that's not bullshit. Uh, you'll be all right. Uh, Sebastian. <laughs> are we calling Sebastian, Bonet, Bonnet, Omar? What are we going with today? OBS. Oh, that works. Oh, this I is know. your buddy. <laughs> this is your buddy Sebastian Bonet, aka Artist Club. What's up? You know, like USB. You know what I'm saying? OSB. So OBS. I, I, I it. That's it. OBS. It's gonna be, it's gonna be OBS. Awesome. <laughs> Old bullshit. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, and we're back. We've got a great show today. Uh, I just want to kind of join into it. Have we not seen Daredevil and being in awe of its brilliance? I mean, this is the best depiction, yep. I think, of Kingpin. Oh, All yeah. right, let, let's go there. Of yeah. Kingpin in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil it, himself was pretty dope as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I was saying that the best the best we've seen from um, Daredevil, um, mm-hmm. from Kingpin, mm-hmm. is probably going back to the Spider-Man TV show, the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. This is the best since then. Yeah, they, they, there's definitely a lot of development there. Um, I think they saw season one, probably had a recap, and thought, you know what, he needs to up his game mm-hmm. and needs to... And even he's even referred to in the show at this time as Kingpin. No yep. more Mr. Fisk. Right. He is the Kingpin. It's no longer Fisking people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, I mean, to hear that, I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't seen the show. I'm sorry, guys, I've been busy busy but um no to hear that that's daredevil season three um kicked a home run um don't know what netflix has planned with the the whole marvel shows due to the fact that now um, was it luke cage and iron uh, fist iron fist are canceled but it was rumor, perfectly balanced yeah there you go they, <laughs> the, the damn snap very nice very nice but um no rumors are that they're probably gonna end up putting it on the disney app uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Good. You know, starting their own Disney stream, I believe next year, right? And they're already coming out with like a series of um, shows. You know, even if it's a limited run, you got Loki supposedly getting his own series. You got Winter Soldier and Falcon mm-hmm. getting his own series, yeah. and you even have um, a show from Star Wars pre Rogue One starring Diego Luna. I cannot wait for that. I'm super excited yeah, for that. Me too. So I just want to say, like, that would be dope no matter what. Because, you know what? I mean, Disney, we all know, is Disney, like, you know what? We see how well this successful this is going. You've had enough of our partnership. 
we're gonna bring it back. You went definitely. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. At first, I was wary of Disney because you know I was like, ah, I don't think they got the, part, the the writers for this, but they they've shown me up. They've oh, sh- yeah. they shut me up for the last year and some change. Well, they got the money for it. Definitely. <laughs> Do you think Netflix will try to part with Daredevil because it's been doing so well? It's been one of their hits. I mean, I think they'll try to maybe do one more season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some rumors about it. I don't know if it's going to go through because at the end of the day, I mean, Disney will see it as a, as a business opportunity. But at the same time, it's, it's like we're going to do well with you or without you. So right. you kind of got to you got to kind of go to our standards. Plus you know what I'm saying? They're gonna have a lot of content with the whole Fox deal. Oh yeah, no doubt. But I also think that with um, the way Netflix is doing it uh, and Disney actually, um, I don't think it's Marvel's decision to to cancel the shows. I do think that was Netflix's decision. Yeah, to cancel so the shows. But I think what's gonna happen is in Disney and Marvel can definitely say, okay, since you cancel them, you know you cancel the contracts we could kind of pull it back and right. do it our way and that right, would be pretty right. cool to see them do that i think i think ultimately maybe we're different characters but i think ultimately what's gonna happen is like you know how we used to, we had that run with like vampires and werewolves and all these fantasy creatures and all these these great shows were coming out buffy vampire slayer angel <laughs> you know and then, we got and then it died and then, it, yeah. and then twilight oh my god oh. <laughs> what i think is gonna happen is now so many superhero superhero franchises superheroines uh franchises are gonna get picked up and the writing is gonna come through I think we're about to like see a boom of superheroes, new and old. Finally, comic book writers get to write for shows, yo. You got to put credit with Marvel um, because they've been doing that in the beginning, which is um, come on, DC, pick it up, pick up the slack. Although you can't front with DC, they've been doing well with their shows. Because um the DC shows on Channel Eleven have been doing pretty well. Okay, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's already been in development there. Um, Feige, um, he's basically been the center of this whole thing and knows what's coming for years to come. Um, an indication when you look at um Old Man Logan, that shows the writing on the wall right there, where what you can do with a movie. Yeah. Um, so they're they're just trying to find what they can do more with the genre, with the superhero genre. Which is just like, okay, we're not bad guys versus some heroes. Like, look at the last Avengers movie. You felt for the character, Thanos. He was probably the best villain out of any movie so far. <laughs> we all look around for our phone. Yeah, no, no, agreed. Um, and, and you know what? I, I, I proposed this question. It's probably me. I proposed this question last night. Um, just looking at The Dark Knight uh, Rises, I was looking at some reviews and whatnot. What made that movie so great was the villain, right? Fast forward to uh, days of uh, days of um, future past. Fast forward to um, I'm losing it right now, but uh, <laughs> uh, pretty much even um, Old Man Logan, the villains aren't necessarily clear cut. Yeah. With o- with Old Man Logan, he's fighting time and his health. Days of Future Past, you know, it's humanity and it's like not really sins of the father Charles, if you will, but mm-hmm. it's just like in the future in the past. Like, what are we going to do to come back from that? And then you know. Uh, Gotham was in Dark Knight Rises. It was really Gotham that that was the actual villain. Like, are Gotham citizens citizens worth saving? Uh, the decency and that kind of carries yeah. over to um, the Bane, of course. Dark Knight Three. I said I'll say Dark Knight Three. That's not actually it, but Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Excuse me, but you know that, that hard. I felt like that that movie was rushed. But anyway, the reason why I even brought that up is because if we can have more scripts. And more shows where it's not necessarily making it's not necessarily the villain, but what the villain stands for and the setting that the the heroes and the villains are at. I think that's going to bring out a lot of great content 
Well, have you seen Ant-Man? The last Ant-Man movie? Um, the Wasp? Yeah, I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Wasp. Like, if you look at the villain, um, the, the supposed villain in the movie, Ghost, mm-hmm. she really didn't come off as a villain. She didn't? No. no, she was someone that was stuck with the circumstance that she was basically, in a way, kind of screwed over um, with her predicament. And it's like you felt bad for the character. It's like, you know, she wasn't um, a one-side cookie-color villain. Um, when you look at when we had Iron Man 1, mm-hmm. Obadiah Stane, perfect cookie-cutter villain. Compared to what we're getting now, we're not getting the oh, same yeah. cookie-cutter villains I mean, like we used to anymore. You're getting villains that... And I remember a lot of people in the arguments, well, DC's darker. We have... Our, and again, this is not a shot at DC or saying anything. This is just, you know, I... hopefully everything comes up and not showing shade. But I remember that that used to be argument that people used to do. But now it's like, no, look, they're now working on their villains. They've established their heroes. They're now working on the villains. The writing is getting better. And again, like I said, look at the DC shows. I love the fact, um, you see uh, the DC show, what was it, Legends? Yeah. Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. It's just funny how you saw a character, Damian Dark, who was a cookie-cutter villain when he first came out. And Legends... You just loved the guy because he was just awesome. I mean, his ringtone was Return of the Mac. Yeah. <laughs> what villain do you like? I'm scared. Like, no, that guy is awesome. That's it. Well, I completely agree. Did, did anybody feel bad for Fisk in this season of Daredevil? Yeah, you, you felt you felt that towards the end of it. I think you definitely felt you know his his Which pain and you felt his you know his desire to just want to be happy with his wife you know at what the this end is? of it. This is a Breaking Bad moment. Yeah. This is a Breaking yeah. Bad. For those that haven't watched Breaking Bad, it's a dope series. It starts off slow, but it, it's really worth it. The payoff is oh, totally worth it. Here it is in Breaking Bad. This guy's a drug dealer. He's trying to become yeah. a kingpin. He's trying to become a kingpin in a sense. And you feel bad for a guy who's peddling drugs. Okay, yeah. we're not talking about that. We're talking about Daredevil. What do we feel bad for? That he wanted to, quote unquote, make the city in his image? That he wanted to be with his, uh, with his, his wife, girlfriend? His wife? You know? Vanessa, right? Vanessa, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't get... Mm, spoiler alert. I'm going to leave that. Um, they get, get married. Get yeah. They get married. But uh, it's just like, why do we feel bad for him? And I kind of felt like uh, Foggy, uh, Matt, they all had like a serious heart on for him. Like, yo, we got to put him back in jail. Yeah. Well, if you, if you look mm-hmm. at the Kimpin character, even when they established in season one mm-hmm. and how dangerous he is, yeah. the one thing they established is that Kimpin is also a little bit of a broken character. He was a bit of a recluse. He didn't want to be in the spotlight um, at one point. He loved learning things from the shadows. But, like, they focused on, you know, a lot of, like, when he was younger and everything. Yeah. And that kind of affected his character. So he's a bit of a broken character in a way. And then you kind of feel bad about that. Sorry. um, Which is kind of how they connected him with... with, with with Dex, yeah, yeah, you know, like that connection was almost like like a father son type type pairing, and it was it was it was it was beautifully. And done. then that reference going back to Wesley season yeah. one, yeah. telling yeah. him like you know you're not my son, but you know you're like sort of there, right? And they kept calling him the new yeah. the new Wesley. Yeah. Well, he kept calling himself he kept calling himself the, the new man, Wesley, right, even right. though Fisk was like, uh, no, right? He but he's useful, man. At Daredevil was dope. Point Dexter was dope, and I knew it was him. The was it the second episode where they're transporting Fisk, mm-hmm. and he shot that guy through the through the through the mm-hmm. Durango, through the truck. He's like, I was like, no, it's him. And it's like I felt bad for him because in because like I thought he was like really broken, 
And I thought like he wasn't as psychotic as he turned out to be. Right. And what and I thought he actually had a girlfriend until he pulled that stunt. And I was like, Oh, this guy's oh, crazy. Mm-hmm. This yeah. guy's crazy, but he's bad. And then yeah. oh the graphics on it, shout out to them. The fight scene in the office where uh Bullseye's wearing Daredevil, classic, classic battle of course, Bullseye wearing Daredevil's costume. Yeah. And he's actually fighting Daredevil a in ni- the office. Nice little uh, reference to the Dark Avengers. There thing. you go. There you go. I'm, uh, there's just so many classics. Yeah, so, honestly, yeah. that the references to. There's so many. Uh, my favorite part of that episode is when Matt is on the other side of the cubicle and he throws a baseball. Right. Yes! yes. And it's like pinpoint boom. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's it's like pretty much what you imagine when you're reading the comics. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't necessarily see in the animation. Yeah. Yep. They brought it to life really, really well. Um, the flashback scene when he puts on the cap. You see yes. the bullseye? That's yes. what did it for me. Even though I was like sort of mm-hmm. like keeping track of the breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this guy like really like in the beginning when um, Fisk was um, uh, getting assaulted. Yeah. And he like shot him like like dead point headshots. <laughs> I was like, damn, he got him good. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, like I started seeing his character more and then. That that was like the, the final like stamp like holy shit that's bullseye fuck yeah. they, they they hinted he was coming they they said he was coming but, um forced to be reckoned with always when he's on the show but but um his um interaction with Matt and the fight scenes oh my uh, yeah. god man like he really did um bullseye uh, justice yeah. even even when he wasn't fighting when it was just him. You know, mm-hmm. carrying on his day to day life. Yes. You, you, you you believe this guy was crazy. Yeah, you believe. you believe you believe there was something wrong with this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, the fight scenes were really just a cherry on top. Yeah, I I think um this season yet again there was another classic moment, well, classic fight scene for Daredevil, <coughs> which they rehearsed for like hours, like hours. Um, first of all, Daredevil was always getting his butt whipped. He, he's like, he, and not whoop like, oh, I'm getting beat up by bad guys, but like he's down. He's like a dog. He yeah. fights mm-hmm. to like the yeah. bitter right. end. And it's so crazy too because I remember when he started getting his uh, his vision back. I was like, oh, he's dope. He's gonna, oh, he's getting his butt whipped again. What's gonna happen? To him? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> like no. Um, the development of the characters, the fight scenes, uh, and just the overall turmoil. Because if you ask me. It's all about Matt trying to find influence to be the daredevil he was in season one and two. Mm-hmm. And even right before he, quote unquote, died in, in Defenders. And, you know, and it's just like, nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the dark side. And then, you know, Foggy got caught up. I was really hoping that Foggy was going to be DA, like, just like in the comics. But, you know, whatever. He'll get there eventually. They, they, mm-hmm. they did it justice. I'm not worried about that, girl. Uh, Kingpin, I just, now I'm, I'm so interested, like... It's funny because I feel like he didn't do so much with the city this season, but he impacted everybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. and it's crazy. It's, I'm like, I gotta watch this season. But again. you know who I really fell for the most? The FBI agent. Oh, oh man! Like you could just see it. He was like that smack right oh. in the middle of like all these scenarios. Just like and he, his character reminded me of Harvey Dent, Dark Knight. Yeah. Like where he was just like there was this. Uh, struggle within him where he's like you know he's doing the right thing but at the same time there's all this uh, corruption surrounding him and he just doesn't know what to do now you know he's always stuck between a rock and a hard place like I really fell for him though when when he committed when he died that that kind of hit me I was like oh uh, wow but he knew it was mm-hmm. coming he knew it was coming and you know and mm-hmm. he waited he was outside right yeah yeah, yeah he, he was, was he was outside it, it, it was it was um he knew what was coming he waited 
and he killed himself, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he killed. He shot himself, and um, no, um, 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 Bullseye shot him. Bullseye shot him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, and then he fell into the pool. Yeah, into the, the, empty, the empty pool. That that I really felt bad about because they were talking about it like earlier in yeah. in, about, in the season yeah, about getting a new pool. pool. Right, you know he exactly. just got you, you know he's he's getting this promotion and then it's just like oh man, that, look, I, look I how felt bad. Fisk impacts you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's let's talk about predictions, okay? Because ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen Daredevil season three, please see it before they take it off Netflix. <laughs> we don't know if it's gonna stay there any longer, but please see it. Yeah, <laughs> predictions. So the 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 ending, uh, you know, Bullseye's getting a new back. <laughs> He's getting a whole new spinal, mm-hmm. not made of adamantium. It's made of what was the metal called? It is called. Um, it's not falafel, I guess. Vibranium, cognium, cognium steel. Once the whole Fox deal goes through, and once it gets final approved, it's gonna be. Cognitive. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. sure they'll use the proper terms right. for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the do- who was the uh, doctor that was doing that was doing the uh, procedure? Doctor O. Ayama, who's also known as Lord Darkwind, and he is actually Lady Lady Deathstrike's father. There you go. And um, mm-hmm. he also in, he created the process to bond adamantium to bone, to bone, yeah. which mm-hmm. is you know what the most famous Wolverine, Wolverine, yeah. Wolverine yeah. when you think of Wolverine, that. Wolverine, so. saber tooth. Uh, yeah. I Red think Trump's. I think we're about to have like if we if we can get the same writers for Daredevil season four, I think we're gonna have the evil Dark Man himself. Dark Daredevil come through, and yes. I cannot oh, wait. Shadowland, <coughs> Shadow yep, yeah. I I, I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it. That's what everybody's been waiting for. They want to see Shadowland Daredevil, and, and I think that would be a great season to leave on. Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. we have to now reintroduce the hand, like where have they been and all that. Right, which is fine. They could do that. Mm-hmm. They could definitely do that. I mean, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what's her face is still missing? Um, Electra. Electra. Yeah, we don't know if she officially. Died. We don't know if she died or not. Right. My guess is they're like they're laying low, they're trying to um, strategize, and then boom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. In the comics, Electra is badass. Like, wasn't the hand in um, the second Wolverine movie? Um, uh, no, it was uh, a Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza. Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, Yakuza. Oh, that horror movie. That's why I didn't think of it. It would be interesting when that whole deal goes to Marvel. With the samurais and machine. Anyway, gonna suck your adamantium dry. What? What were they thinking? Yeah, say that five times faster than I club. I don't know. We're, we're gonna move on. Fox, <laughs> Fox wasn't thinking. Um, so we're talking about um, um, movie companies. What happened? With I, th- I don't. I think what a lot of people are missing, especially with the with the Fox Disney deal, is that the TV shows also come over. Yeah. So, yeah. Gifted, which is a show that takes mm-hmm. place in, I, I believe it takes place in the in the X Men universe in the Logan timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happens to that? What happens to that show? You know, what I mean, like, like I would love to see that show. I would love to see them continue because, like, I love, I love that show, Gifted. It's pretty cool. We have already the concepts of multiverses and all that. That'll be interesting um, with them to introduce that because in Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange introduces the concept of the multiverse. Yeah. So I wouldn't put it past them to do something like that. Like you know, Gifted existed in his own multiverse. Deadpool could exist anywhere. Yeah, could throw Deadpool in anything, and he's just gonna exist. Like I've always been here because he's, you know, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bastard. They could always <laughs> do something because Kevin Feige is already ten years ahead in the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Feige, um, you are invited to my cookout, bro. So come on over. <laughs> he's getting more toys to play with, so it's like you know what they're gonna, because he's not in charge of shows, but just whatever he does with the movies is probably gonna follow with the shows. Yeah. Um. 
And the way how they'll probably introduce mutants is in some way that they probably already have been there and probably, oh, who knows, after... I, I think they're going to do something similar. this Avengers movie, it's going to probably yeah. be a big surprise. Yeah. It'll be a teaser in, in that movie somehow, and then uh, I think they're going to go to Ultimate Ultimate Marvel. The, mm-hmm. the Marvel. Ultimate route? Yeah. Okay. Like, like, we've been hidden. Like, I wouldn't even put him past on, like, you know, Professor X was this, this mutant who was um, hiding mutants from people. Right. Mm. Or, or it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a big population. I think it's going to be a confined group. Like, New York got hit with some type of poison, this gas. Or, so, or, you know, I, I think it's going to be they, some, something well, like something that's like that. That's in, yeah, that's and they in, just, yeah, and they just killed humans. Humans. But they just killed they, Yeah, yeah they st- Daniels did the snap and killed all the humans. He even killed their show, terminated their contract. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, speaking of mutants, let's talk about the Dark Phoenix trailer. We just watched it. What were your impressions? What were your thoughts about it, Sebastian? Oh, my thoughts? Yes. Um, where's my popcorn? Yo, where are we going? <laughs> the trailer. We watched I'm the trailer. Doing that. I'm ready to go see the movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's go see the movie. Where's my popcorn? Where's my ticket? I need my soda. We're going to go see Phoenix wreck some stuff. Sour Patches, she, too. She, well, first of all, and you pointed out as um, um, Brooklyn Vorti, um, it, it, it shows like this. Professor X, <laughs> this is the theory here. He's always been the villain in the X-Men, in a way. He, he tries to do good. But he always, for some reason, his good is like wrong. He's like he's like the Dennis the Menace of um the X Men. Wow. <laughs> like, like, I've never heard dumb. that. I've like, never heard that before. Now, trademark and all that. Like whoop! I did some. I got everybody in trouble now. <laughs> no, you know what? But I brought you guys together. Yeah, yeah, because he's always on the cuss. It's kind of like take the shot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let's bring up a reference here. I mean, he 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 was the onslaught. He killed the whole X Men mutant team. Got them killed mm-hmm. and erased it from freaking history. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Which was Cyclops' brother Vulcan, by the way. <laughs> I mean, went mad with that mm-hmm. and ended up killing what was it, Banshee, because he was mad with the X Men and yeah. Professor X. Yeah. Um, and then he just met and you know his demise with um Cyclops after doing all those lies and all that. And then Cyclops. That's when Cyclops turned on him, yeah. and Cyclops ended up killing him in yeah. um. Phoenix, the um, no, Phoenix versus Avengers versus X Men. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I was like, "You little bitch, you, you gonna get it." <laughs> yeah. But even then, that that scene, I remember reading. I just read it like, actually like a month ago. Um, that scene was hard to read. You know, really? it was it was like it was it was powerful. And then um, mm-hmm. I read something after that, uh, actually from Rob Comic um, mm-hmm. Comics Explained. And um, shout out to Comics Explained. Shout out to Comics Explained. Um, but um, in that. He told me like I read read another comment, but in which explained why Cyclops was acting that he was acting it was because Cable came from the future, and before Cable that he made a promise to Cable saying to protect his daughter. Yeah, and so that's why he against all odds, and then he was already at odds with with Professor with X, Professor X yeah. and then he had the Phoenix Force inside of him at the same time. With so hope. yeah, okay, all yeah. those all of those um forces inside of Cyclops. He killed. I don't think he would have killed him in any other circumstances, but, was, but all of those added up. But there was a little bit of regret in that, so you could see in Cyclops. Oh yeah, because it's like, it, it's the evolution of that character. He's um, more like Magneto. I, I, he was more like Magneto by the end of that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. he was. He, he, Cyclops he, is dead though. Um, he's dead, if I'm not mistaken. Now I haven't followed the yeah, new yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's it's hard dead. To, yeah. I think he's dead. I don't know if they brought him back. Okay, so well they have young Cyclops. I know. Yeah, these, right. Yeah, yeah they no, went no, back no, and got but, like the original team. Right, right, brought right. Them out, I But guess. the original Cyclops in our present timeline, who, the one who killed Professor X, as far as I know, is dead. Unless they brought him back, I, I got to catch up. But go ahead. You were that, talking I, about the evolution. I, I, no, like it's the evolution of the character. It's something I would love to see in the movies because um, oh, Phoenix be is gonna dope. because it's like you know Cyclops always was this cookie cutter 
character. He was the Boy Scout. Mm. He, then you learn that Cyclops is one of those general characters. And they're like, yeah, we need someone as a general. It mm-hmm. wasn't... Um, it was in uh, before the whole whatever storyline. I don't know. You you guys know him. Just look it up. <laughs> they picked Cyclops to lead a team. And they're like, you know, he has leadership skills on par with Captain America. Yeah. And then he became the leader of the mutant race. Yeah. So this guy went from this cookie cutter character who has his pew, pew, pew laser beams. to now all of a sudden leading the mutant race, having Professor X and Magneto, the two most powerful mega mutants, following him. Yeah. Mind you, he's a G. Come on, he had the Phoenix, he had the Frost, he got Wolverine looking up to him, literally <laughs> looking up to him too. I hate you, I hate you. But it's like, it's... Wolverine fans are not happy also with you right too, now. Did you ever, like, after, in, during the Avengers versus X-Men storyline, when Cyclops and Captain America were alone in a room, did you did you ever get to read that scene? Yeah. This scene was like, when Cyclops looked at him, like, you know, you guys are interfering with mutant affairs now, but you never interfered before, yeah. before yep. which led into them creating the Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. Right. So it was like Cyclops in a way. It's like, listen, I did what I had to do for my people. Where were you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that scene was, you know, when they wanted to take, um, what's his granddaughter's name? Hope. Um, Hope. Hope something. When they came for Hope, and that, that scene of, are you going to stop me from taking my granddaughter? And he was like, Steve, what are you saying right now? Yeah. And then you see, like, the, the thing is, the, it, it flipped to the next panel. His eyes got red. Oh, man. So, uh, that was, like, really dope. Uh, no, no, you're 100% correct. Uh, Cyclops, I think for us, except for maybe in Marvel versus Capcom or Street Fighter versus X Men games, was kind of, like, looked over. Like, yeah. unless you like Cyclops, you were like, eh. like me. Like, you know, I, I paid attention to him in X-Men because I always wondered, like, when he took his glasses off or they, they or whatever, they tied his hands, right? How would he do it? And he had, like, a little uh, controller in his glove to open the visor, yeah. you know, so, which is why he was able to get out of so many things when he was tied up. But people didn't know that. Uh, you're right. He did. He was like this Boy Scout. He followed Professor X blindly. You know what I'm saying? He led the team. He turned into, like, this, this general. And then he's like, yo, I'm the leader of the race. It's up to me. Yeah. And you know what? And, and people will know that him and Wolverine came to Oz, they split the schools, whatever. But they generally came together when it came to meeting affairs. He actually recruited Wolverine mm-hmm. to create a kill force. Oh, yeah. X-Force yes. for a while mm-hmm. was a mutant extermination team and went to kill their enemies at the order Screw of Cyclops. Yeah. He had Magneto second in command. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that they used to fight all the time. Yeah. The guy who stripped adamantium from Wolverine's bones. You're number two. Second in, you're, you're number two. Freaking Submariner. Henry, 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 he Henry Cavill people. To him, who uh, later became like you know everybody's like mm-hmm. oh he's a mutant now and all that. Oh, but yeah. I mean, I, I, we we could get lost in that for ages. I didn't like, know. I would have loved to see them show also an evolution of Cyclops in the movies. Yeah, which mm-hmm. we're never gonna get. Oh, oh well, it looks like um, in Dark Phoenix, it looks like he's he's grown up a lot. In the, it in does. The, the it, it looks like he's grown up a lot. Um, if they do decide to redo mm-hmm. X Men, which I'm sure they will in the MCU. Um, if they're gonna recast, they have to. I, I'm all for a older, they, I, yeah. a older there was Cyclops. A, I feel like gonna there was a tweet that said, yeah. "Everyone else is gone. This is the last X Men movie. Right. Everyone else is gone except Reynolds." I, I, I would definitely say Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Oh god, that whole Witcher thing with it. I'm not gonna even get in that. But um, <laughs> the, 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 um, the wig. <laughs> Legolas did it better. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, 
if they they're, they're going to recast everybody, I feel like what's going to end up happening again, we're going to get the Boy Scout Cyclops. Maybe years later, we'll probably get it, but I don't know. I think it's time that Marvel starts a story somewhere halfway, somewhere halfway through, like Black Panther. Yeah, mm-hmm. like don't no origin, just give us halfway through. And, like, let's deal with the consequences then and then have somebody try to well, retell that's, it. That's the beautiful thing. Like, if you really think about it, if they do that mm-hmm. with the X-Men, where they put mutants were already here for this whole time, we just never... Because it's kind of like with the humans, like, they've already been there. I mean, Professor X can shield. do it. Professor yeah. X can, like, make them blind. Yeah, yeah. And they could do, like, a whole thing because, of, again, you got the TV shows, you got the streaming platforms, and... It just sucks because everyone's doing all this great stuff, and I feel like they're gonna put all their their best efforts with the the Dark Phoenix movie. Gotcha. I just feel like it's gonna suck for them to like you know okay we're gonna recast everybody again mm-hmm. because they just recast it story. right right yeah and you know I don't feel like she's gotten the chance to shine um, and it sucks for um, what's her face was playing um, Jean Grey it's like you know okay you only got the outing of Jean Grey and what. Two, two movies. movies. I mean, mm-hmm. she get to she get to cash a check. All right, but no, you're right. I totally understand. But Fox is running on its last leg and is doing whatever it can to at least close this, you know, X Men franchise, you know, on their part, and then you know, slowly transition to the MCU. They should start it at uh, the Civil War and be like, whatever reason we didn't know, like, let's uh, say Charles Xavier made every human being blind to the mutants there, right? right. For whatever reason. And then while Civil War was going on, this happened. Right. And then well, go from there. They could take the Spider-Man route. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man was already, like, they, they mm. did... They, he was Spider-Man for six and months. And they used, like, subtle, Fair like, enough. old scenes in Marvel movies. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, that was Spider-Man that met um, Tony Stark when he was a kid. They did some Easter egg like that. Yeah. I but, um, too. Yeah. But, like, they were like, he was already, like, Spider-Man. So they can literally do that with the, um, the X-Men. And also, too, since the street superheroes on Netflix... Oh, yeah. Technically, kind of exist in the same yeah. universe. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They always reference it. You're right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. But I'm also, I do like these, um, the younger cast. I just don't think it fits well. You know, like Cyclops being 24, where everybody else is 40s. You know, yeah. You I know that age. You know, Cyclops is supposed to be an established leader, right? You saying. know, so he has to at least be on par with Captain America. Professor Xavier can't be. 29 you yeah. know what I mean that, yeah. that's just it doesn't it just doesn't, doesn't work it'll they, happen they gotta be it'll, it'll happen eventually yeah. and it, which it kind of sucks I like I would if they can keep the younger mutants yeah. you know how and then because hey, this is takes place in the 80s and, yeah, and then 70s get, like, and then the it's the other versions. guys yeah. you okay. know but then I don't think they're, I don't think they're gonna once do this that. whole merger thing like is complete it'll, it'll happen just give us some time even yeah. Feige says that he's like uber excited to introduce the X-Men Right. Into the we're, MCU, we're, we're gonna get a lot after after the Avengers, um, the next Avengers movie. Um, with the fact that we've been introduced to in Doctor Strange, um, alternate realities, the multiverse, and in Ant Man, I hope they bring back they introduced time that, travel. You know, time travel is going back. to be a factor because if you were not paying attention at the end of Batman. Um, Janet Van Dyne said, you know, watch out for such and such things because it's going to mess with time or some shit like that. I, you know, the the uh, time huh. vortex. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they use a lot of that stuff, fuck with time and all that, and um, to try to mess with things. And then, you know, all this other stuff happens where it now recreates the whole MCU timeline. Yeah. I mean, I'm, technically, we, st- we still got to wait for Avengers 4, whatever the titles are going to be. Um, 
reset it. The reality stones, kick, time zones, everything. Kick names, yeah. take gas. Avengers <laughs> 4. <laughs> there, there's, there's so much routes they could take. Yeah. Um, you know, the Infinity yeah. Stones, every, anything is possible with the um, Infinity Stones. And so. and plus, they even announced that the movie doesn't take off, like, right away after Avengers 3. It's like, what, five years, six years into it? Which like, makes sense. Which makes sense. I don't understand why people are griping about that. I, I think they're going to they're gonna start. Um, there is going to be a scene, but when the movie opens up, there is. I think there has to be a scene in which showing something. Like, there, has to be, I, there has to be something, but then the there's going to be a time... Scene. The opening scene will be right after, yeah, but then it's gonna be a time jump. The opening job. scene to be Stark with his family, because the rumors are is that everyone of the right. Because if you notice, all the original Avengers were the ones that were alive at the end. Yeah, of the movie. yeah. And the rumors are that each Avenger is going to lose something, maybe more than just it, because everybody assumes it's their life. Mm-hmm. The rumor with Iron Man is like, what would he lose more? Because um, again, you had that whole thing of um you know, the father-son relationship with him and Peter. Mm. Peter died. So, what's the most precious thing that Pepper. he can lose? No, not Pepper. Remember, his they're supposed to... They're, they're having a baby. Son or daughter, like their child. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know, like, maybe that's the one thing that he may I mean, lose. You see, but I, I can't see them... There. But, I, you see, I can't see like them Pepper. doing that either, because I don't think they're going to go... As, well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know yet. I mean, in the beginning, remember, they can always reset... There's, There's a lot of characters yeah. we don't even know who happened to. The, the rest of the Asgardians, yeah. um, well, they, uh, Valkyrie... Well, we know that Hawkeye from some of the shots is still alive. The yeah. The type of Avengers team that they're Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Again, I feel like... They I don't think they're going to go too dark. I don't think they're going to go too dark. It's like, I don't... I honestly don't think that we're going to lose Tony Stark. We're not going to no, lose Cap. No, we're not going to lose him, but it's like, what are they... Like, they go... For them to save the stand, the, the timeline, they already said that they're going to be high stakes. Oh, yeah. So, what are those... And what would be the... Like, we already know Tony Stark would sacrifice himself. To save him, he's done it. He's done it. He's time time. For it plenty of times, but to go like, okay, for you to save the universe, you have to sacrifice your child. Mm. How does that affect Stark with that decision? My guess I, is, being that it is Chris Evans's last Avengers movie, he um, Cap saves gonna, the yeah, day. Cap's gonna, he, he's he's going to save it because from day one, he's been that guy that's yeah. going to like puts himself before others. And I, I actually, has has Cap anymore. ever? Has, has I don't want to talk about this anymore. Has his life ever been like? So far for the movie, and as as Mike cuddles up with a with a, with a pillow, <laughs> um, take Captain America. Um, has he really been in? Have the choice? Has he made the choice to save others as opposed to saving himself? Well, I mean, I think that first, that's, that's always been Iron first, Man. Go back to the first um, Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. First Avenger. He sacrificed. Yeah, the first Avenger. He sacrificed himself to take down that plane. So oh, what are we talking about? Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. Sorry. Yeah. And even and even right. and even pre super soldier um serum he that that the uh, the uh, dummy um grenade. Yeah. grenade. Oh yeah. And Sorry. so yeah, yeah. we know that both Cap and Iron Man have that in him, and it's going to be a like a lot of people were shocked at the end of Avengers Infinity War. There's just they they have a lot that's going to happen with this one. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to affect these characters, and that's the beautiful part. It's not necessarily a, a bad thing mm-hmm. because if you notice, each thing that they've done for each character, each movie, there have been little pieces that have changed their direction, yeah. have changed it, and actually helped the characters even grow. Where they're not just cookie cutter superheroes anymore. No, no, agree. Thor had not. to cut his hair to grow, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he really saved the yeah. Thor character. Yeah. Yeah. He really did. Like we saw Thor worked well. With uh, all the Avenger characters, the first two movies, I don't know what happened. I know the first one was rushed. Okay. That was rushed. 
The second one, I don't know where we're going because you joked about it all the time. You were happy when Captain America made that scenario. It was like, this movie is whack. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. But the third <laughs> Thor movie, it found its place. Uh, I'm spitting over because... Uh, oh, doing great. Yeah. <laughs> no, the third movie, I, I think they really found the Thor character. It, it, in a way, they, they incorporated buddy comedy. Oh yeah, called the brotherly relationship between him and Loki mm-hmm. because that was an interesting dynamic. That was always their dynamic. I think, and I think that kind of hurts. Like Thor already lost part of his, um, like Thor already went through his sacrifice. He lost his brother. He lost his home world. He lost his father. Yeah, lost his mother. Lost his best friend. Jesus. So Thor lost his hammer. Through that sacrifice well, already. Oh, King Thor. Yo, what? Jesus. He's supposed to go through that. He's he's the Christian Bale of, of this trilogy. Ah. Uh, <laughs> You know, he broke, broke his back, broke his <laughs> yeah. bank, his bank account, all of that. It's, it's Thor night. Right? You know? He's going to start um, talking like, oh, my hammer. We, <laughs> we were supposed to talk about Dark Phoenix. We got so tired. Yeah, we did. We got sidetracked. I just want to say, um, I don't think it's Mystique that dies. I don't think she dies. Rumors so, have it that she's probably the one that's going to bite the dust. I think it's going to have to I'm be just, her. I'm just, either, I'm just throwing it out there because I don't want her to die. Or that was Professor X they buried. No. I mean, how I many don't. times is Professor X going to die, really? Like, But you're right. I don't think it was him. He was at the funeral. He, Oh, he was? Yeah, he was there. He, he was there. Was my other bald guy? <laughs> <laughs> In a chair? Maybe Cassandra Novak. Maybe Fist. He maybe does his thing where he dies and transfers bodies. Well, yeah. I feel... And still ends up a paraplegic yeah. somehow. I, I don't know, right? Like, Jesus. I man. don't know. Well, actually, in the comics, at one point, he was able to walk. That, I, mean, that was I, I think that was just dumb. That was a cop-out. Um, no, I think it, it's going to be a mistake. Because, like, mm-hmm. if you look, we already lost, um, what's his face? Um, damn it. What is his name? Wolverine. Um, this guy, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. As Wolverine, he did his death his death scene. Okay, yeah. and Mystique is kind of like the second person of that because when they did the X Men First Class, um, Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique stuck out. They, they yeah. really changed the character for the movies. Yeah, and she became a hero. So maybe she which is so weird. It's, and plus, it's it's the well, last movie always, for this franchise. She was so it's like, only natural that they go like I guess on a high note. In a way, you know. To be fair, she she wasn't really a hero and she wasn't really a villain. I mean, she had. Don't get me wrong. She definitely partook she, in villainous activity. I'm she not stepped gonna in the hero role in Apocalypse, right? When she led the X Men team to right. take on Apocalypse, right? And 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 in um in uh, first class, she was yeah. in yeah. yeah. So she felt betrayed. So it's it's just like I'm just I'm going to comics because believe it or not, I um I actually have the original digital comics of like the old comics big uncanny all that good stuff and if it's like oh my god that's like a good month's read yeah. okay it's like up to i think 2005 it's like a good month's read um interesting fact interesting fact um gambit gambit i forgot gambit was part of the uh the marauders the whole massacre for the marauders oh yeah i forgot about that he was and, on trial for that in the comics and everything, yeah. And it's so funny because Rogue, Rogue out here wasn't trying to give him no play like that. And then once that happens, she's like, oh, no, Gambit, no. You know? mm-hmm. uh, Gambit is actually pretty powerful as a mutant. we got to go into that one day. Kinetic energy. Um, Huh? Kinetic energy. Yo, they were talking about he could be Omega. Yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. But he went to Mr. Citizen to tone it down. You know why I love Gambit? Because at one point, people forget Storm actually was... um. 
she she was reversed. She was reversed aged, and she went into a kid. I forgot why exactly. It's been a while. And her and Gabby used to hang around. Now, one of the things that they share in common is that they were both thieves. He was actually the head yeah. of the Thieves Guild, and she was just like a really good thief. And I used to always be like, I wonder who's better. Of course, obviously Gambit, but they had that little um, that little bond, I, I guess brotherly bond, brother and sisterly bond, because I didn't mm-hmm. see like the dad and daughter from it. So it's just like... That was dope, and people forget how cool Gambit is. Yeah, Gambit right? is amazing. Gambit's wow. yeah, but they brought him back. Uh, Gene supposedly is uh, head of the new team, so we'll see how that goes. Anyway, before we get before we get distracted, it's already there. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Phoenix trailer. I do want to point out that Magneto's uh, Magneto's part in the, uh, the, the the trailer was really dope. That you brought out Brooklyn. Oh yeah, yeah. as about like you know, there's always a speech, Charles. You know, uh, you're always sorry, but this time nobody cares. Yeah, I, I think that's such a such a powerful line. That's such a powerful line. It sets a tone. You wanna know what? But he's right. Not, not, yeah. Nothing against Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen because they did their job as the characters. Yeah. yeah. They yes. really did. Yes. But Michael Fassbender, in a way, has really owned this role more as a younger version of Magneto, and I feel like he's been given a it's it's. It's just interesting of how he's taken the character. You know why? Because Professor X is kind of linear. You understand? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Professor X, before he lost the use of his legs, was a little jovial. He was a little cocky, whatever, whatever. And then, like, once he once he became paralyzed, he definitely humbled himself. Yeah. Think about all the times you've read about a young Magneto. Young Eric. It's not much, and he's always been this fiery, mm-hmm. rebellious yeah. person. But it goes back to but, what, what happened to him, right? right. Which is like, fine. But think about the growth as a character, as an actor. You can yeah. you have so much to play it's with. Range. It's so I much think range. He was given, like, like I said, nothing against Ian McKellen. Or how yeah, he played the character because when he first did the character, he was given the cookie cutter version, yeah, the villain version. That's what he was given. You didn't get much context of the character. Fast forward, we get Michael Fassbender, first class. They do that opening scene with X Men in um, the, the 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 camp. Yeah, it's a, and then you see him. And yeah. so it's like, all right, you already know the premise of this character, so you already feel some type of joke and understand where the character's coming from. My standout and scene for Magneto was that like a like a reused scene from like partially. the first partially. Partially? Okay. partially. okay, okay. It was a different kid. Everything was everything was the same. Um, they just reshot it with a different, different. kid. Okay, because yeah. I was just like, wow, this is like from X Men, like yeah. the first one. Remember when they killed his family yeah. in the forest? I felt that. Oh, that's another mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Again, it's like it's like he's like it's like oh my god, you're pulling me back in. I'm trying, to, but you're pulling me back in. The guy has had a traumatic life. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That's it. And it's like you you feel bad for the character. Yeah. You know, going back to just um, real, I just remember something that you said. You said that um, Professor X has always been the type to he could have been the villain because he's always. Tri- I think that's because he's always tried to stop something before it starts. And that's one of the lines mm. that Cap said in Age of Ultron to Tony. Anytime you try to stop the war from happening before... Anytime you try to stop a war mm. before it starts, innocent people die. Innocent people die, yeah. It's, and it's that's, that's Professor X. Every time. He's yeah, every time. Every time. I, I always thought Professor X was like just an angry person. And he just didn't know how to control it. <laughs> but, you know, they, they already got Bruce Banner for that. P- Professor X and Barry Allen should get together. Oh, no. They would mess up everything. No, no. They would mess up everything. I could do good if I do this. Come back. And all of a sudden, like, damn, I messed things up oh, even more. Yeah. I'm still I trying to wrap my head around Arrow in Flash, a Flash that suit. Was, that was and, awesome. And, 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 and Barry in an Arrow yeah. suit. So. <laughs> what? 
Barry looks good. He in, does. In he a, does. They look good in their in the, their reverse roles. But Arrow look like that should look comfortable on him. That should look, look <laughs> yeah. super tight. That's like super tight. That's like super tight. That's what he is. Yep. Let's cross. Let's cross universes and let's talk about Glass coming out January eighteenth. That's all you guys. Uh, this is I'm assuming based off of. Um, this is unbreakable. Un- unbreakable. Unbreakable, yeah. right? unbreakable and split. Unbreakable split and glass. Okay. It's literally a superhero villain trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to put that on my list. I don't like calling it a trilogy because I feel like it's just movies that that kind of add up to it, each other. A, but whatever, yeah, whatever. It, that's it's, what... a, it's a M Night Shyamalan um story trilogy, and I got you know mm-hmm. you had um, Unbreakable that introduced the hero. You have Split that introduced kind of like this villain that was really like crazy in a way, um, but also to like people super like, villain, outside. super but, villain. But the real super villain, the Lex Luthor of it, we're going to get to see him is Glass. Yeah. So, can I just really say you guys saw Split, right? Yeah. Okay. No. So, how parts of Split? That's what I'm it's, saying. I got to put it on my list. No, it's the parts I've seen. It's it's it's, it's unbreakable. Good. Is okay. Okay, it, it's okay as a yeah. movie. All right, it's, it's just good to know. It's good reference material. Yeah. Let me say, Un- well, it was good for its time. Unbreak- for its time, yeah, it was ahead of its time. time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But okay, it okay. broke down Superman perfectly. Yeah, yeah. It really I'll did. Shake like, your hands. I'll oh, shake yes. your hands. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Split comes, and I didn't know what to expect, but I was blown. What's the guy's name? Um. What's what's the actual actor's name? Professor X. No, not Bruce Willis for for Uh, uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Did he win an award for that role? Because he needed to win Uh, seven. I don't think so. He He blew. In my personal opinion, he blew it out. He did. He did so many. So he had personality disorder. Oh, Oh, he did so many personalities so well. Like I don't know, it's it's sixteen. The mother, like the the oh. older, older, the older sibling. Oh my! I forgot gosh. how many personalities he, he has. Yes, yes, yeah. so, yeah, so not. And that. he's just like flipping them, flipping them, flipping them, and it's just like you believe it, you believe it. And, and this is the a, latest one, Glass. No, no this, this is split. This is split. That's split. split. Oh, okay. There's a, you know, Glass looks dope. Split as in split personality. Yes, yes. but I, I don't want to ruin it for you. The way he does it. Okay. And does it because, like I said, I've seen a few scenes from it. I've seen when he did the Beast because that's like the last character you see him. And that's not into. even the it's, best yeah, part. It's to be honest with you, it's, what it's great. Did. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Words. So the um, the post credit scene of, mm-hmm. of Split. Mm-hmm. I was I didn't see it in the theaters. I didn't see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought the DVD at home and I watched it. I didn't know. I didn't know that it was in that world. And when I saw Bruce Willis, I immediately watched Unbreakable again. Yes. Watched Split. I think I watched it like maybe two or three times. That's yeah. that same night. Yeah. It was amazing. It's the post credit scene was subtle. It was sweet and to the point. It was and, nothing more than and let you know. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis. Uh, I don't want to. Sp- never mind. Okay. Yes, it tells the whole story right there. I know what you're talking yeah. about. It tells the whole story. The, the minute that you saw his character, you put two and two together, like, oh, like, oh, okay. no, no, god, <laughs> <laughs> yes, nerd yes, yes. Definitely watch Split. I gotta watch. I'll say you watch Unbreakable as well, but watch Split. Dorco, it is dope. Okay, but, but, I mean, it is you, dope. But if you really want to get the sense of what we're expecting from Mister Glass, you have to watch Unbreakable. Because everything oh, yeah, his character did 
to find the to find Bruce Willis's mm-hmm. character because mm-hmm. he was the one that was responsible for all those tragedies that yep. were happening. Yep. And when he yep. found out, the guy who was supposed to be your friend is like, "No, I'm supposed to be your arch nemesis." He's like, "They called me Mr. Glass." The kids and all that. I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "That was the scene right there yep. that made Unbreakable a classic." Yes. Yes, it okay. was so good. Um, the, the, like just because he was honing him, like he was trying to make him believe that he can be a hero. Right, you're the only one that survived. This is why you survived. And then he just he was responsible for tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. And then you find him, and then the hero realizes. It was you right. this entire time. You, the guy who was training you. The guy, the guy who was training. your friend. The guy who, yeah. It's like, um, and this is one. Of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a hard sidetrack. This is why season one of Flash was so good, because when when he finds out yes. that he was right. reverse mm-hmm. Flash, yes, yes, okay. That that was. <laughs> yeah. I will say my favorite part of season one because that's the one I really watched. Yeah. Of Flash was when he went back to save his mom. Oh. And then he saw himself, and his, and in that moment, himself was like, "Don't do it." Yeah, and I was like, and he still did it anyway. I know, but still, the following season, the following yeah, yeah. Season, yeah, but, but like they, was, they wanted the point for Flashpoint. Yeah, yeah, I mean, technically, it has to happen yeah. in a sense, but it was just like, yo, I can, yo, my mind was yeah. blown. Like, yeah. but that was the teaser for Flashpoint. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. That's mm-hmm. what but, that was. But when he did it, so in um, just going to to Flashpoint, when he went back the second time. Mm. And he had to now, well, mm. it's just even worse, because before it was like, you watched your mom die. You know, you was told not to do it. Now the second time, you're bringing the person back now to kill your mom. Because <laughs> he had to well, bring, so, rever- so he has Don to bring reverse. Back. Yeah, but you he to- Don was going to come back. Mm-hmm. Correct. But the, the fact that now yeah. I have to now open the door and let you in. As yeah. opposed to you're breaking in and I'm just kind of like a bystander, but right. now I'm giving you the key to the house. That that's oh, all the type of fuck that fucking up your mind. Oh my god. Anyway, speaking that, 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 that leads to going back with class. I know you're gonna say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After all these surprises we've had at the end of Unbreakable, at the end of Split, it makes you wonder what are they going to do in Glass? And I feel they're gonna expand. No, they're gonna. And, do, night, and really? I feel. Wait, wait. And I watch this. They go that there's a person who's playing the psychiatrist because what was it? They had all three of them mm. in a um, room, room like a psych uh, psychiatric yeah. ward. Mm-hmm. I feel like the one we're going to have to look at in this movie is the psychiatrist. Ooh, that's possible. That's true. That's possible. I mean, this would be a. I mean, if M Night plays his cards right and whoever's behind him, you can expand on this. Oh yeah, it doesn't have to be he just knows. those three. Listen, he owns the rights to a lot of his movies. Mm-hmm. Which is like you know, thank you. No more, no more last Airbenders. You redeemed minus yourself with Split. minus Agreed. Airbender. Yeah, Agreed. yeah, no, you, you redeemed yourself with Split. You did. Thank you. Um, you know, I actually have he has the last and Airbender series. Oh, Avatar. It's really dope. Yeah. You mean the TV show? Well, the the, 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 the cartoon. Yes. The cartoon, the cartoon. Oh, the car- oh yeah, 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 no, the, the, the cartoon, cartoon, not the movie. Did you see the follow up, Legend of Korra? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. I, 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 I was geeking out for that one. Okay. I was up to it. Um, anyway, I'm going to move forward yes. and bring us to another universe. The Reign of the Superman. Bloop, bloop, bloop. It's supposed to drop, what, January 15th, I think, right. regular Blu-ray? Um, Fathom Events is doing a double feature with yeah. that. Yeah. Death of Superman plus yeah. Reign of Superman. January 13th, yep. I think you're doing it. Well, then, I, yeah. will, mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it drops off the, the, the digital or the actual movie drops that same day or the next day. I don't know. It's if one it, or the other. Well, it, it, it probably is. But, uh, 13th is the movie's... 15th is the 
the digital di- digital release. So okay. most likely the fifteenth. I thought the digital releases come before the hard copies. No, no, no. The movie, Phantom. Oh, movie right, 13th, right, right. And right. then the 15th. Got week. you. Okay. Cool. Uh, the, reign of, the Reign of the Superman. I told my sister, I was like, maybe. I was like, <laughs> maybe. Depends. Well, we are in a hall of justice. We got to talk about it. <laughs> I just want to say, I'm really excited. I watched another trailer of it again. I'm really excited. It looks really because good. Because I want to see what they do and how far to get into it before Kal-El, the original Kal-El comes back. Comes back, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we know he's coming back, right? Of course. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do the Superman blue and Superman red. But the, no, he's coming no. back. No, that's, 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 Superman, the character Kal-El, the original one, is going to be developed when he comes back, mm-hmm. and um, and I wonder if they're going to kind of. And I'm sorry to do this. I wonder if they're going to take away from like kind of from like a Justice League where he kind of comes back and he's a little shady. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He's a little more like I just came back from death. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. stop what you're doing. I mean, I feel like he's going to do like he did in the comics. He came back, mm-hmm. just threw his dick on there. Like, yeah, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like throwing at the table. I'm back, bitches. I'll snap some people mm-hmm. up. There we go. Oh. And powerless too. I'm, I'm gonna see if they even do that too. If he's oh, gonna powerless be powerless, person? yeah, because ah. that's how he comes back. He has he no can... powers, and it's um, I think Eradicator that tries to save his life, and then yeah, I guess some of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm interested. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, all I'm definitely on looking forward to see what this movie had that the first one didn't. That's <laughs> what I'm really looking forward to see. All these characters: Cyborg, Superboy, Steel, Eradicator. Which one, which, which which one that they didn't have? Like, uh, Superman talking? Doomsday. You know, I had I, that. I want to see Doomsday beat the shit out of more people. I I had that um that DVD like for Facts. years after I got it. I just put it downstairs and yeah, you know, I was like free, take it. <laughs> like I love the fight between him and Superman, but I wanted to see Doomsday just beat the shit out of more people, like he yeah. did in the comics. Like, right. Just, well, he, he did though. Only, he was two pieces. Of people. He he was yeah. he he beat Super. Oh, not Supergirl. He beat um Wonder Woman twelve. Pope. Yeah, he beat Green Lantern. He beat Flash. He Everybody. Beat no, no. But in the co- I know. I think I understand what um, Sebastian's coming Punch from. The cop he went through the whole hall of hall, the, the, hall of the justice. Whole, like the everybody, like, Hawk Girl, Hawk Man, Tic Tacs. I mean, <laughs> you know, Blue and, Beetle had no chance. Right. A- everyone on that roster had no chance. Uh, Booster Gold, uh, Guy Gardner, Martian Manhunter. Like, oh, like he went through everybody. Yeah. Fire, right? She yeah. was in it too. Yeah, he went through everybody on there. I am doing my best not to look through the comics, you oh, know, so I I I'm going to wait until the movie the comes movie. out to I refresh my memory. Then I'm going to go back and read the comics. But Why do that? Just watch You're not spoiling anything for yourself. The only, <laughs> the only cool thing that I liked about the first one, Death of Superman, was that, that nice little throwback where Lex goes in the elevator and he has the wig, the red wig and the beard. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, and takes it off. And he's like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> here. Here's the question. Are we going to get an infamous Batman Batgirl sex scene again? <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. From, um, um, Not in this that? movie. <laughs> <laughs> you said you Superman just fly by there in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I was thinking about it, right? So, one of my... One of my I like Supergirl, believe it or not. I actually like Supergirl in the movies because I feel like they make her a little bit more um, interesting, you know? Uh, They've been doing a hell of a good job with her on the TV shows. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I haven't checked out that... I uh, checked out the show. I'm oh, on it. I'm on it. I heard. I heard. Show. Brooklyn Boy T has been giving me so much crap for it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Man. So, um, 
the reason why is because like you know she's more powerful than Superman technically, technically in most yes. in most right. iterations yeah. mm-hmm. most iterations because she was um, circling around the sun before they found her and all this other stuff and she had more time to absorb the rays. It's funny it, when one time, but she's older too, she's and she's older, older. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd have been dope if while he's getting his butt kicked by Doomsday, she just comes and helps him out and beats Doomsday. That'd have been dope. That'd have been dope. That'd have been dope. But even that wasn't like the real Supergirl in the comics to begin with. That was like a, a clone um, of, yeah. of Lex. And and she got knocked like one, two, three. Like, nah, like all she did was like punch her. Yeah. She melted and fell to the ground. Yeah, I never understood that Supergirl. Like what was it? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. working on it. There was a, there power was a girl. girl. But she was power girl. Power girl. Power girl's not but tits. Let's go. Let's be real. But this is Lex. Yeah, Lex created her, so it's only obvious that she was like all over him during like during that storyline. Right. Oh, speaking of which, is Young Justice still coming out? Yes. Yes. Oh, I cannot January. Wait. January. You better get your DC subscription. You're right. January. So. <laughs> Early January. Do you see has stacked the deck with their stuff? Yeah. That's what they did. They were like. Harley Quinn's coming out with a free dope show. Did you see the trailer for the Harley Quinn? Yeah, show? yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty funny. And that like, was oh, pretty funny. Oh man, and oh, what was it? Um, took a pot shot of Dare- at yes, yes, yeah, she like, did. Yeah, not like that Deadpool show. I'm like, oh, love it. But I love that friendly banter. I like that banter. See, that's funny. And just a kind of side side note, like when Wendy's right. They don't support sponsor us, but when Wendy's takes shots at all the other competitors on Twitter, right, it's so much. It's, it's so fun. Funny. It's funny. Right, we love it. We love banter, banter like yeah. that. So when she did, I was like, "Oh, this is dope. what are they going to answer it?" Wasn't, with? It wasn't like the Zack Snyder shade when he shit yeah. it on Ant Man. No, this was fun because it's like again friendly banter. It's like that that brings back to a time when we used to see the studios cross over. Yeah, when we used to see the Marvel versus DC. We would see like this character, that character. Mm. Punisher for some reason ends up in Gotham, just killing everybody. Like, yeah, those mm-hmm. were the old yeah. days. Yeah, that's what it was. They had a, it was a lot of those comics that crossed over. You saw Spider Man and Nightwing. St- you know, you saw mm-hmm. Batman and and the X Men. I'm still right. wrapping my head around the Archie and Punisher crossover. <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual thing. Archie and Predator was an actual thing too. Yeah. Yep. You got also Stargirl. They're working on Stargirl for the DC Universe. Yeah. And yeah. also Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yeah, God, yeah. I'm looking forward to Swamp Thing. So well, I just want to say really quickly, okay, because you brought me to Punisher, right? John Bernthal. I had to look up his name just to make sure I got it correct. John Bernthal, if I'm not mistaken. He, he is the man, by the way. He, yeah. he is the man that you want to play like like confused, conflicted men. Well, All right. Hey. He, he from Walking Dead. Right? Yeah. Right? Shane from Walking Dead. Shane from Walking Dead. The Punisher. And if you guys ever check out Widows, right? He's one of the guys. Who, he's actually in the movie, first of all. How oh, about yeah? that? Hooray! Yeah. He's in the movie. And he's one of the guys at, in the heist. Right? Okay. He's obviously one of the husbands that die. But his character there, and he's like, you hate him. And he's conflicted, but you hate him. And it's like, this falls in his nice. category. This is him. Nice. Give you a little history of John Barthel. When he was doing the role mm-hmm. of the Punisher, when he mm-hmm. got the role... Mm-hmm. There are stories of him going to comic shops, picking up Punisher, P- picking up comics, Punisher comics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he would go to them like, "Listen, can you recommend any books from?" And they they were geeking out. He was literally studying the character. Heath Ledger did the same thing with the Joker, yeah, right? Which is why he knocked it out the park. Which says lesson learned: you study the character, you know the character you're playing, and this is why John mm-hmm. Rathnall. It's research. She, yeah, it's research. He knocks it out the part with every character he plays. My 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 sister tagged me in a video on IG of Heath Ledger's father looking through the the the, the journal of him like developing the Joker character. That was pretty cool. With the Oscar right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's he, like, he earned that he, Oscar. He did. He more yeah, than earned like, that. Like for real. I don't that's care. Like, I don't yeah. care. People call it the sympathy vote. I, he he earned no, it. He earned it. He earned, he earned it. it. He, he, he did. Put it this way. 
Jared Leto played the Joker after him, right? Jared Leto, Jared Leto um, we can always argue the fact that he didn't get to play the role of the Joker because he had so little street screen time. Yeah. I don't think he really played the role of the Joker because he relied too much on his method acting. Right. And it's like, fine, I understand you're trying to own the character to bring your version of the character. But it looked like the Joker and Tony Montana banged and that's what we got. Right. That's exactly what I thought yeah, of. I mean, he took typical, I guess, crazy Joker and he mixed it with like mashed it with something else yeah. that he wanted to bring to the table. At the I end of the day, it was. A, I want to see the Joaquin Phoenix version. Yes, which looks very interesting. Yeah, we talk about what we got yet. in what we got in Suicide Squad was basically like a coked out, coked out, drugged out version of Joker. I, I, okay, well, that explains the one. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Jack Nicholson. A lot of people go back and they fall back Jack to Jack Yates. Nicholson as the original like. Impact Joker, uh, besides Romero, he's 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 the gangster Joker, right? Get, you know, and he did his part. Don't get me wrong, but Heath Ledger Joker was so impactful. Like you forgot the movie was about Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's be real, you forgot the movie. Like sometimes you forget Batman's in it. And right. and, and I sent a text to these guys the other day, and I was like, "What if he? Well, um, Christian Bale's Batman was underdeveloped." You understand? Because they rushed a lot of things, and don't get me on the allegory of the cave and um, and rises and whatnot. Don't get me started on that. Joker stole the show. Yeah. He he owned it. And the only reason why um, Dark Knight Rises ended up being the way it was is because of Ledger's death. Yeah. I think he was bound for to appear in the sequel as well. No doubt. Even even if it was a small role, like they 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 had plans. Right. They were going to keep his character. I think they were going to bring more of his character because, um, again, Joker didn't die at the end of the movie. No. no. Who died at the end of the movie was Two-Face. Right. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway. You know, the only the only mention of Joker, I guess, is uh, is in the novelization for yeah. The Dark Knight Rises where they mention Joker that he's still... They transported all the people, all the prisoners from Blackgate mm-hmm. except one, and that one was Joker. But also, too, look at it. I mean, they were good at reoccurring characters because even Scarecrow kept coming back. Yeah. And he, I liked his, I liked his mm-hmm. he, I mean, it, it was a was minor in, role, but, but he was in it. He was in the third. He's the only one besides Car- Christian Bale and everyone else <laughs> that was in all three. Yeah. Even if it was a, sm- a, a minor role, he, he was in all three. He, wasn't he like the judge in the third movie? Yeah. 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 Like, come on, it's, oh man. No, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely a good world. Um, I think that, that that trilogy was you know what's a good word perfect. Can we talk about DC Titans though? Okay, yeah, let's talk about okay. Titans. Let's so, talk about Titans. Fuck that, man. So, <laughs> so these two guys, <laughs> so Darko and Brooklyn Boy T were talking about uh, DC Titans for the longest, right? Uh, Brooklyn Boy T, if I remember correctly, you were trying to hold out until like everything finished, and then you were gonna binge watch it, correct? Yes. That didn't happen. No, I, 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 I jumped back into it exactly one week later. Uh, <laughs> I caught up within the last three right. days, okay? Because, you know, I had to go to work, and I couldn't watch while I work, although I tried. I'm not going to lie to you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I know, right? All, the, all that profanity? The only, only complaint people have seen have had has been Starfire's costume, but other than that, um, everybody says the show is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And Starfire's costume is explained perfectly you know it, it, i think it, it's not even really explained but it's hinted at you yeah. know that she was she was at a party yeah she was at a party and it's and it's her color those are her like you know her her um outfit color what i love about this series is that they're really sticking to the formula as much as possible and then they're like also like this would happen for instance Doom Patrol. Oh, a oh, lot oh. of people don't know oh. that Beast Boy was with D- the Doom right. Patrol. Mm-hmm. 
I know for a fact because I used to check out that comic way back when. And then their show's coming out too. Oh yeah. my God. That, yes. The Doctor? I forgot his name now. The Doctor, however, I was a little bit confused because I know at some point mm-hmm. uh, DC announced that Timothy Dalton was going to play the Doctor. And I thought I was waiting for this to episode see to uh, see it, but it, it was a completely different actor. Yeah. I was like, fuck, okay, I guess he's coming I, out I, when the show I comes out. I throw on the actor that played Dove. Um, like for the well, Hawk or Dove, I mean, Hawk the girl. It's Hawk is the guy. Dog, Dove no, is the girl. Yeah. Played Hawk. Uh-huh. Aquaman. Yeah. Aquaman. Gave everybody like shade on like uh, so we were doing great things with so, like who watches this Marvel stuff and all that. Again, that wasn't a friendly pot shot. That was just him being a dick who says like you know I didn't read comics yeah. and all that. Again, he needs to take lessons. Comics from the are great ones. stories. Get over yourself. But anyway, yeah. so going back to Doom Patrol, That's um, right. not you, Omar, the guy, um. The doctor, I remember the doctor being a little bit of a dick yeah. in the comics. And mm. it's like he got humbled once he broke his back again. I was like, yeah. that's this true to the formula. Yes. Robin, right? And even Jason. Okay, so going back to Jason, Jason Todd. Todd. Remember yep. what I told you? Remember <laughs> what I told you? Okay. So when Jason Todd, did everybody watch it? Did you watch it, Omar? I'm looking at you. Huh? I'm bit, bro. I, okay, okay. I was at Rhode Island Okay, I just want to make sure. I want to make sure. <laughs> so when Jason Todd beat up the police, it falls right and it pays homage to, to all the reiterations of Jason. Right. Like, especially under the red hood mm-hmm. when he was acting out and just like beating people up. Like, I don't care. And mm-hmm. he even said, I'm Robin. Like, I'm good. He does what it takes to, to, you know, he does what Batman can't do. Right. Yeah. And then... Um, Robin himself Dick Grayson's out here He's having like A little tantrum He's like I'm trying to Get out of Batman's wing But you're still wearing The, the Robin, Robin suit, suit. Yep. And I'm like Yo This fits He's like I know who I am What who about you? you? You don't, you yeah, don't. No, you, Who are you? Listen, that so that the intru- With the introduction To um, When Jason Todd came They did change it Change it a little bit Because um, When Jason Todd First came He was almost like A carbon copy Of Dick Grayson He wasn't Violent. Yeah, but it was, that was changed later on. What later? Yeah, because they wanted to kill all, yeah. fans. Voted him. Yeah. Fans voted him. And then when he came back, they as Red Hood, they redid his his um, intro. Yeah. And then the, seeing him as a violent Robin, which I don't think we've ever seen that. Um, well, aside from flashbacks and under the Red Hood, right? Yeah, right. Okay. As a violent Robin, live action with Dick Grayson still as Robin was a joy to see. It yes. was a joy to see. You know what's crazy? Um, Can I just add on to one yeah. thing? I love because I want you to finish your yeah. thought. I love when the Bat family comes together. Yeah. And I like that they have the little spats and arguments, but I love seeing them work together. I agree. And then they have like little moments. Like I love it when like when Damien was <clears> trying <throat> to find like trying to like establish dominance. Like I'm the better Robin of all the Robins. Yeah. And of course he got his butt kicked by Dick Grayson, but then he got back at Dick. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then Tim Gray- like I love that. So when I saw this, I was like What's gonna happen? And then, okay, it was so good. Mm -hmm. uh, So, um, all right. So, in this world, so when Robin loses his shit, and um, when um, (laughs) um, Todd loses his shit, he he goes at the cops. Yeah, you know, and then you you're seeing Dick Grayson, who has been a loose cannon this entire show, now has to come to the defense and is like, dude, what are you? Batman cannot be okay with this. Remember, he said Batman cannot be okay with this, which shows you right there that Batman was never okay with Dick Grayson's violence. So, which means that Dick Grayson, like, who, like, we don't even know, we don't even know who Batman is at this point. Batman's an absentee father. Real talk. And he, and, and to be real, going back to the comics, 
it's interesting because I feel like what they did was they highlighted Batman's absence in these juveniles' life. Yes. Like, he was there to, like, take them under the wing, but ultimately he was on some... As life. a father figure, he just was uh, absent. Right, he well, just wasn't again, there. Like, you know, but he, are, is he that true? To, think about this. We, we were talking about it the other day. Um, I was talking about it with Lawrence. Shout out to Lawrence Taylor's Law. Um, Taylor's Law. Um, how Batman... Because someone had a conversation about, like, well, Batman, his, his whole thing is privileged. Like, no, Batman's a broken character. Right. So think yeah. about it. He doesn't know how to really be a father in a way because he lost his father at an early age. Right. So it's like it kind of transitions to the fact is this. He's so much of his goal not not wanting to see people go through the same circumstances mm-hmm. that he's gone through. Mm-hmm. That he's forgetting about these kids that he brought up to teach, you know, how to fight and all that. Right. And forgets that it's like it's the Bat Army. The Bat Family, the Bat Army, he trains them, mm-hmm. puts them together. That's it. At the end of the day... They have their squabble, but they get together and they get the job done. Right. And in this case here, I don't think Batman has necessarily um, um, abandoned anybody. I think that Grayson is the one who abandoned him. And then I do think that with Jason Todd, because again, Jason Todd doesn't act this way when Batman is around. Because mm-hmm. he even said it, you know, he what he doesn't know can't hurt him. Mm-hmm. So... For him to, yeah, right, very interesting. So he trusts Jason Todd to go out to handle find right, to right. find because he doesn't at this point in time. It's like you know, Batman's. I don't know if you consider Dick Grayson to be a son or a brother to Batman, depending on what story you're reading. But let's say in this world, it's a father, son, it's a son, like a father son relationship. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know? always been that way, no matter how they put it in whatever storyline. Yeah. The, the Dick I, I has always been his son, and he even says it in the Injustice storyline. Right, you my know, son. like 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 yeah. he's my son. Yeah. He's my real son. Yeah. So it's it's almost like all right. So me and my son has gone through a spat. I'm not going to go back to my son first. My son is going to come to me, which, and then w- which is why he goes, hey, you could go, you could go talk to your brother if you want to. Here, this is this came. This is what you can do to right. him. I will not make the phone call. But okay, and first of all, shout out to Batman because. Uh, he had a tracer in every one of them. Right. Yeah. Yo, what? And Dick didn't know? Okay. So, this is this is yeah, a great sure. blow to the Bat Club because I'm a Bat fan. I'm not going to lie. I'm a Bat fan for sure. <laughs> as perfect as we think Batman is, we, we acknowledge that he's human. We forget that he's even way more human. He's way more flawed. The fact that you're allowing these vigilantes, who's just as as accomplished and dangerous, let's say dangerous as you are, to do their own thing. The crazy thing is Jason Todd is like, oh, he said, the police always knock me down. That was my chance to do them. Those were the police in Gotham. You're in Detroit, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. in Detroit. This is totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he doesn't I'm, see it like that. And then I'm pretty sure he's keeping, because t- Batman keeps tabs on everybody. Yeah. He's keeping tabs on Dick. He's seen what Dick's going through, but he hasn't contacted him. Right. He hasn't reached out to him. He said, Jason, he's pretty sure he's going to see what happened. I went, oh my God. When Batman does come, I want to see that conversation. I don't know if it's going to be season they, two. It's, it's going to be this it's season. Gonna it's going to be this season. It's, it's going to be interesting when, when, when whoever they cast as Batman, um, it's someone that's going to have to be commanding for the character and all that. It's going to be tough to see someone cast as Batman because right now Arrow's doing their thing. We're mm-hmm. seeing Batwoman. Bruce Wayne was already mentioned on Arrow. Mm-hmm. So we already know that there's different versions of Batman. Yeah. What version we're going to get on this show is going to be the most interesting thing and who they cast because we know that that's a big thing right there. They If they cast just some any run-of-the-mill actor, 
who drops the ball, that, that can hurt everything. Yeah. Like, with Ben Affleck's Batman, nothing against Ben Affleck's Batman. A lot of people still didn't take on it because they felt um, he still had that daredevil chip on his shoulder. Yeah. But I, it will be interesting. I, I'm, I just want to see the... Eventually, what's going to happen is, when he does appear, it's going to be a fight between him and Dick Grayson. And I think I think I don't think it's going to be a, a fight initiated by Batman. I think the rage of Grayson is going to come out, and then Batman's. It's not going to be a fist fight from Batman's perspective. It's going to be one of those you're going to swing. I'm going to block, 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 and then you. the last that's, hit is going to be a now. I'm just going to take you, you know, down. You know, or or they could do like the whole he 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 does the whole nonverbal thing where it's just like Dick will just shout at every single little thing hmm. at Batman, and 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 and, and and Batman will like in, in true fashion. You know, we'll just stand by. We're like, okay. When Batman's you know, done like, that in the comics and the cartoons, when you know Dick or yelling at him or any one of the Bat Children, that actually was more impactful than them fighting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like you're shouting at Batman, he's just sitting there, just like, okay. I mean, there's been different, you know, versions of the story where like there's that tension between Batman and Robin. Like you even see it in the animated series that that oh, um, yeah. the last season where he's talking to not. Jason Todd, Tim Drake, because yeah. he was asking him like, "What happened between you two? Right. And they point to the flashback where Dick is just like letting it all out, and he punches Batman like he, not, he sucker punches him like, "Bah! Like I'm done with you. I'm this. I'm right, done being right, Robin." Yeah, no. I'm, the way I'm thinking about he it, felt, it, right? Yeah. Felt. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like, the interesting thing is, right? Um, go back to mask under the red hood right remember remember how jason todd kind of gave him like a run and like batman kind of for him and it seemed like jason had the under you know the like he had a little bit of, like he could beat him pretty much mm. that was that was uh definitely answered like batman just chose not to fight you yeah. fully because mm-hmm. and another he totally beat like jason todd like, he beat his butt oh, like, yeah, in yeah. some story he, like like shut him down right mm-hmm. first of all mm-hmm. yeah go ahead keep on Sorry. no no so i'm just saying what I what I'm what I'm looking forward to doing is it kind of happening in this in this uh, series in Titans because he has to address the emotional factor that he left those two unchecked, you know, and not to say Dick needs to be checked, but Dick has a lot of rage still. Right. Like the fact that Dick allowed the guy who killed his his family to die like that, Batman, you had to have known what happened. Why didn't you check him? What are you talking about? So when. Mar- when Maroney um, yeah. was being transferred and you know Dick t- t- oh about, right right, yeah, right 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 and that whole situation on the bridge where were you Batman and why didn't you check him agreed but remember the, he's still Batman right so he could have been I mean that could be easily retro um, retrofitted to say he was someplace else doing something else even that, still that was like pure like um, like in the to me it was like a reference to the Batman Begins where he's telling uh, uh, Ra's al Ghul he's like I'm not gonna kill you but right. I don't have to save you right yeah. right. but even still but that was just violent he Bat- just Batman. yeah man Jesus Batman had Christ. to have known he would have went over the sea of the crime and went over everything right why didn't he check him you know what I'm saying but I think he did cause th- that happened I mm. think that was the th- that scene mm. um, was the downfall of Robin right you know course. I think that, that, that began that began the downward spiral right you know of the character so um, it's like you got your revenge man act up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. um, I, I, I just I just want to see it um, I, I do think there's going to be a confrontation whether it's going to be verbal or physical yeah. I do think it's going to be from Robin to Batman and not necessarily Batman doing anything about it. You know, I don't think he's gonna. That's I don't think he's gonna put Batman on his ass like in the cartoon. I do think Batman's gonna end up if if it is going to be a, a fight. Mm-hmm. I do. I do think Batman's going to counter everything and then put him down hard. Let me ask you. Not question. not like put him down hard, but just yeah. You know, so probably like knock him out. Yeah. 
How many episodes is this season stated for? Do you get? Do we know? Uh, the last episode I think is December, the week of December twenty first. Yeah. Wow. Which is like when Aquaman comes out. Right. We still haven't gotten Cyborg. <laughs> you know, we're gonna talk about Aquaman a bit. We still haven't gotten Cyborg. You know, Cyborg on Titans. For Titans, I don't think he's gonna be on Titans. Yeah, you don't I, think so I think at all? It's the whole like thing with the Justice League and all that. Yeah, um, really. Well, the thing is, is this is that they they well that makes sense because he was on special effects budget too. Yeah. Yeah, they, no, they're, not right. wanna, they're, they're not gonna want. They're not gonna want to. But they did Doom people. Patrol. Did you see the? They did Doom Patrol. They did. Okay, I got you. Okay, they're, they're gonna confuse people and then what, like you know like what I think Cyborg was on Justice League. What's going on? What I think is interesting is for a while now, like when they were like trying to figure out who's gonna be like the next Batman around mm-hmm. the time of BVS, Matt. Matt Boomer was like one of those guys yeah, who they threw right. out there. I just think it's interesting. He's playing Negative Man, right? Yeah. 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 He's like, uh, but I mean, you don't see him, but he's under that. But I like also um, Brendan Fraser's thing when they when he goes back to and he sees the photos of himself. I was like, that's cool that they actually made him play like his human self, yeah, right? And threw him in that's there. Cool so Brendan Fraser's getting some, you know. Oh, uh, I hope they bring Cyborg. I mean, technically, he was on the Justice League and T-Ties, well, whatever. Maybe but you know, since just, the just, whole Justice League is still fresh in people's minds, yeah. maybe they might. I don't know. We, like, the whole DCU, I, they need to rethink some of their points of where they're going with these mm-hmm. movies. Um, obviously, now they're, some of the movies are not going to be linked. Like, the Joker movie is not going to be linked with anything. Mm-hmm. Which is um, cool. I'm, I'm, well, which is cool. I'm, I'm is kind of... I've, after seeing, like, Joaquin Phoenix looking like the Joker, I'm I'm interested to see his version. Yeah. Joaquin I hope they introduce too. me. I, I, I understand what people are going. I hope they introduce some version of Cyborg. Maybe we get into the character gradually in Titans. Because you can't um, have the core Titans without Cyborg. I mean, I would love to see Tara... We already see pictures of Donna Troy. Yeah. It's a Judas contract, though. Well, that would be like, you know, okay. Are, they'll have they to be after they establish Would they themselves. bring Deathstroke? Right. Oh, yeah, they, they have to. to. Because he's supposed to, they're like, Deathstroke is, like, this is the thing why I don't like what they do. DC needs to stop their, their we're, we're going to call it bullshit. Mm-hmm. If you remember in Arrow, one of the seasons of Arrow, Harley Quinn technically was supposed to be on the show. Right. She was there as a silhouette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hence their suicide squad. And voice. Yeah. But then they nixed that because Harley Quinn was on the was suicide, suicide squad. squad. Mm-hmm. And then we got this watered down version of the suicide squad in um, Arrow. Still worked. They, they ran what they did. The same thing now is happening with Deathstroke. Now I'm glad that they let the actor uh, Manu Bennett walk away. Like you know, he's still alive somewhere in the universe where they could still use his character. But now that you have Joe Mag- Magnolo, um, I can't say his last name. I'm sorry, Joe. You're awesome, dude. Um, but they have him playing Deathstroke. Want to see him get a chance because they want to see that you know with whatever Batman movie. But now it's like, oh, now you can't use Deathstroke for the show. I'm like, what are you guys doing to mm-hmm. your characters? Yep. Yeah. You've established that these are different universes and all that. Let them play with the characters. Right. Let them do Just it. Leave it. Let it be. It's, it's, it's always some kind of like contractual uh, property type of thing, just like Gotham. They won't let them, you know, paint his hair green or even use the term Joker. Right. You know, Just, because they want to leave that, I guess, for the big screen. But it's like, it's it's stupid. It's, but it's, it's like hurting them. Stuff, yeah, it's... But in cartoon form, in animated form, sky's the limit. They yeah. use whatever the hell well, they want. I, I think what, what what they should be doing is, and um, this goes back to, let's just compare Marvel and DC for a second. Um, Marvel, everything is thought out. You know, DC, I think they just say... Marvel's in a conundrum right now, too. Uh, with what? Um, the TV, the, the shows and the movies are in different divisions. And, oh, wait, right, yeah. but, but what I mean yeah. is, but what I mean is, like, everything, like, everything is thought out in... Yeah. 
in a long process where DC, it kind of seems like they just throw shit to the wall and whatever. But sticks, they've been sticks. doing it for a long time. Yeah. They, they have that chance where they can reinvent. Don't get yeah. me wrong. No, I agree with everything you're saying, right? So, like, you, all right, real easy way to think about this is the Joker, right? We had Jack Nicholson's Joker hit the big screen. Gangster Joker, that weird Gotham City. It made sense for that time. Right. The long Halloween happened. Uh, Christopher Nolan wanted to do the Joker again. You can't do Jack Nicholson, you, obviously. Yeah, you course. can't do that Joker. But we do the long Halloween Joker. We do um, a little tidbits of... Um, you know what it is? It's it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Warner Brothers is depending on the names too much. Yes. Whereas with Marvel... Remember, the original Marvel movies... Before the Killing Joke, the, remember the original yeah. Marvel movies, the Captain America movie, and the original Punisher movie, all, Fantastic Four. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. Oh, it's God. on YouTube. Oh God, <laughs> uh, that that would be that that would be stricken from the record. No, it's like those, their movies sucked, and then Marvel was going bankrupt, sold some of their properties. Blade did well. Um, they started making more superhero movies. Sony did Spider Man and all that, but then it wasn't until Marvel actually jumped into the fray with Disney behind the studio. Them. Yeah, because they, I think those before Disney. That was before Disney. Disney. Okay, before okay. Iron Man predates Disney. Okay, but they created a whole system, and this is when Kevin Feige reported directly to Marvel. Mm. When Disney purchased Marvel, then he got that Disney money, and you know, all the sky's the limit. But no, but that Lambo, they they (laughs) they planned everything, and it's like you know, it just shows who's resting on the name of their characters, Mm -hmm. and who's actually working on story. Because first of all. Guardians of the Galaxy. Probably the most obscure property you could bring to the big screen. Who? And they hit it with a whole right. bunch. Mm-hmm. Twice. twice. Yes, twice. Yeah, DC took them how long to make a Wonder Woman movie? Wonder Woman's technically supposed to be one of your big three. You only did Batman. You only did Superman. You did the failed Green Lantern movie. Which we get the jokes all the time. Yeah, in Deadpool. Yeah. That movie is horrible. <laughs> but um, thank you for fixing the timeline, Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like how long did it take it? And Wonder Woman fans reacted better with that than Batman versus Superman. Fine, we love the Batman we got in Batman versus Superman, which was pretty dope. But then we got some weird version in Justice League. I don't. But, okay. <laughs> yeah, but everybody was like the two seconds Wonder Woman on. Oh my God, we got Wonder Woman. Yeah, we know. She was dope. She was dope in Justice League. She, no. Yeah. No, she, she was, was dope. She was... She's commanded the screen and everything yeah. that she's done. Yeah. yeah. yeah my my only issue was... with her in my only issue with her in Justice League is it seemed like it just didn't it didn't make sense. Like some of the dialogue that her and a Bruce was having didn't make didn't sense. There's a scene it was where rushed. this family is in this weird country that I forgot, right? And they're hiding from the parademons. Yes. With bug spray. For as long from the from like what ten minutes into the movie, no ten, yeah. into the it, end, and they barely get saved. Listen, yeah. I would understand if it was a product placement for Raid. <laughs> <laughs> was it a product placement? No, they didn't. They didn't put Raid. They had something else. They had generic. Okay, but it's it's like this. Like you can tell again, Justice League. Like the, I'm gonna get shade for this. Listen, Justice League was rust. It was rushed. And Again, there's no reason for that. Right. No reason for it was a, a movie, movie that had potential greatness to it. Um, it could have been great, but they dropped the ball. I mean, it 
It was better than Batman versus Superman. I will admit that. I enjoyed I it. I, I enjoyed it more than Batman versus Superman. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Are you, are you... He's shaking the head. No, no, I think he's catching a seizure. Ladies and gentlemen. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, you thought Justice League was better than... By a smidgen of pigeon. No, that's I, what I'm okay. Okay, wait, wait. We need to we need to handle this in geek fashion. And, okay, and present your case and why. I'm gonna present my case and why. Justice League had potential, but you saw each and every flaw because of how scarred we were with Batman versus Superman. So we already knew where to look at the flaws. We already knew the movie was rushed. Each and every character was rushed. Each and every character should have started in their own movie. Okay. Same thing with Batman versus Superman. These characters shouldn't have met again. The only reason that it was a smidge of a pigeon better is because it it, it was a little bit enjoyable because of certain scenes, like the whole scene with Superman coming back and he just hands them all their ass. Now what brings it down is that horrible CGI job that they did on the mustache. It's like, really? You you couldn't CGI a mustache? I'm sorry, but like... Now, when um, people talk about the mustache, I think of... Did you see T-Times go to the movies? There was a a poster... (laughs) That said, detec- Detective Chimp and the Mysterious Mustache or something like that. Yeah. Like <laughs> That movie was so good. It was. It was good. Was all right. So all right. Good. It, it was. I heard it did well. It, it well. It, it Answer him, and well. then we'll talk about Teen Titans Go to the Movie. It, it, it was. Because we're going to get, get right, sidetracked. So, <laughs> Batman versus There's no Superman. There's stopping the Batman. <laughs> it, it brought us... I loved Batman versus Superman. The action. There were a lot of holes, plot holes in it. Listen, but overall, I my ass with the script. Let's put it that overall, way. Batman versus Superman <laughs> is better than Justice League by a f- big give me, give margin. Me, give me a reason why you would say that movie is better. Give me, give me one good. You reason. do have to provide Batman the being the detective. Batman being the Bruce Wayne being the detective. You could Batman as a detective in any movie. He's he, always he wasn't in just what? like Batman is my favorite character in Justice League. He was not. But Batman. again, this is he the was thing. That, that he was comedy relief. Too much comedy That's why I said they dropped the ball right. with the characters because they rushed their relationships. If they had done this, where each and every movie, like they did their separate movies, and Batman was finding them at the end of their movies, I go, you know what? That would showcase even more of the detective of him. Like, like kind of like at the end of Iron Man, right. you had Nick Fury jump in. I agree. If I they agree. had done that, it, it's kind of like this. You got a little bit of that detective Batman at the end of Suicide Squad. So I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. You got a little bit of that detective. If they had gone that route and went with separate movies before they did the Justice League movie, then the movie would have been better because you would see the dynamics of the characters get I, together. I agree 100%. But that, that, that was just the flaw of Justice that was League. Missing. That was the flaw right. of Justice League. There was no dynamics for these characters. It's like we just took a bunch of characters, pulled the hat, we put, okay, we're going to throw the... Like, yeah. you could have had Plastic Man in the movie. Right. Now, in terms of the fight scenes... Hey, and don't the, you shit on Plastic Man. I'm yeah. not going to shit on Plastic Man. Right. Plastic Man is also... <laughs> I'm saying this is how rushed it was. Yeah. The fight scenes in Batman vs. Superman, I think there's... The action in Batman vs Superman was way better. Here's than it's, 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 I thought that fight was shit because no, it ended with, it ended, when you end a fight with a safe word, come on. 
Come on. Uh, you know I gotta say it. Come on. You know I gotta say it. I'm Martha. I'm not saying shit Dude. this time around. Like, Dude. But but keep in mind, there were also a lot of flaws when it comes to the production. Okay. There were Look, reshoots. Yeah, yes. It was redirected. Well, well, just, Justice League suffered a lot for that. Yes. First of all, remember, Jack Snyder left in the middle of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So... You but have two, so there was already a lot of flaws. There was turmoil. Uh, but but I've also there, there, there read. I mean, I mean, even while he was directing Batman v Superman, he had already directed scenes for Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 did but the then, he did then, the Richard Donner thing where yeah. he did Superman one and two back to back. You know, DC. But, but there was a lot of DC, mystery. right? And then you got DC, you know, putting their foot, you know, through the door and be like, "All right, we're gonna change this. We're gonna change that. Yeah. This ain't working." Like it was I, a Mortal Combat effect. Yeah. Too yeah. many. No, no. It was the Spider Man three effect. You had too many cooks in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. No, 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 not only Do you that. you see what you're doing in my family? You're breaking us <laughs> apart. Get your shit together. But this, but this goes to my point that Justice League was a smidgen better even with all the chefs. If they didn't have that, it probably would have been better than Batman versus Superman by a lot more. That there whole too many cooks. That that whole scene kitchen. where where Superman comes back and he hands like the Justice League's axe to oh, them. Yeah, no, that was, that was supposed to take place in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Superman was just being so, a, lar- a, lar- a lot larger. I'm gonna let you yeah. finish, and I want to add on. Yeah. Oh, so just um, Batman versus Superman. I think here's the issue with Warner Brothers, and I think we we're, we're, we cover this a lot, but it's not like they they don't intervene intervene while the movie is shooting. They don't intervene in the script. They wait until everything is done, right. and then intervene. Where Marvel, they kind of kind of it's like a but process. They, they get they check in. Hey, hey, how's the movie going, guys? Hey, what's going on here? They don't wait until everything is yeah, done and then back, try to chop it up. But it goes back to this. It's like this: when Edgar Wright walked away from the first Ant Man, yeah. everybody already assumed the movie was in turmoil. Even Evangeline Lilly was ready to walk away from the movie. Yeah, but then she said she read the Marvel script. Okay, I'm gonna stay with the movie. She said Edgar Wright was writing an Edgar Wright movie. It didn't fit with the Marvel platform, even though it was great. Right. It didn't fit Marvel's platform. She's like, they're making a Marvel movie, which is now being called like you know the dubbed Marvel way. So DC, in a way, has to get involved with their projects because if you're because they were like, oh, we let our directors do whatever they want. We fuel creativity. Marvel does that too, but they just have a hands-on approach because look at what they did with Black Panther. Look how successful that was. This guy, Ryan Cogler, came in, but in a way, Marvel still had their hand in the Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Even though they they let him do what they wanted to do, it was was kind of like when you're at work and you send an email, just checking this, what's going on. That's that's all it takes. Also, too, when you're directing, you prove yourself with Marvel. When you get the sequel, they let you run with it because yeah. they already you already know how mm. they work and they already know how you work. Because look at James Gunn. James yeah. Gunn delivered Guardians of the Galaxy and they're like, part two, you could do whatever you want, Gunn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you could bend it over, stretch aside because we know you're going to do a <laughs> great job. Right. DC hasn't found that. And, J- and and that's why, again, with Zack Snyder, I have a love-hate relationship. He delivers beautiful scenes. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Shat and you delivered shit. Quick, quick side note. I heard, I read somewhere that the guy who's uh, directed the Bumblebee movie is up for uh, Guardians Three. Really? Yeah. How is that? Did anybody see the Bumblebee movie? Did it come out? No, I don't think it's out. It didn't come out. It comes out next month sometime. Okay, I thought it came out already. All right. So anyway, Batman versus Superman in just um, Justice Justice League. Although I would love to see Injustice movie. I'm gonna say. I don't know, 
because I'm what I'm doing is I'm combing not scene by scene, but just like impactful moments. Mm-hmm. Impactful moments for me for Justice League. All right, we we know Superman had in the the whole team there, but right? that was that was great. Scene when the Flash stopped, it's like oh shit, he yeah, he, he, see me. he can see me. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. That scene, that scene was dope. Mm-hmm. The uh, the hangar scene where um, Diana kind of pretty much threatens Bruce in a sense, you know, and Aquaman is like, all right, now we're a team and all this other stuff. I didn't like that what scene. about what about Cyborg? What about his growth overall? I like I, I'm just thinking a lot of that scenes. was cut out and I was very yeah, disappointed yeah, right. with that. Yeah, like cut. like that him mm-hmm. where uh, in the trailer he's wearing like the Letterman's jacket. Yeah. That's supposed to be like a, a flashback. Yeah. You know, if you notice if you see like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff it's him like mm-hmm. holographing himself like in like the whole storytelling yeah. thing. There's a lot that was cut out. So yeah, they, and, it, and and again it shows you the production issues they had. If they didn't have the production issues that they had maybe we would have gotten a great movie. I don't know. I yeah. think they're both. I agree. I, I think, agree with that. I still think the Superman deleted scene should have been in the movie. I mean, like... Why was it not? Like, I, I don't... I don't, I don't because that mustache. They messed up. They no, messed up they scenes. were they were they were Zack Snyder scenes. Oh yeah, oh the, the way he's walking you know? in the, 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 the ship. Know? Yeah, yeah. No, he was like, walking in the ship. That wasn't a, that wasn't a um a CGI thing or whatever. That was already done. Yeah, you can even tell by his haircut. Yeah. Like even at the end when he's like mm-hmm. talking about like oh like uh, you know what what can I do when he when he comes back and he punches a Steppenwolf you can right. see his haircut you can see that they had to comb it and he had like whatever haircut that he had in Mission yeah. Impossible yeah. like I was just like damn y'all but you can also tell from that scene he had no shoes on so this is directly following when he came out because he's uh. he's walking around barefoot yeah he's walking around barefoot you know what I mean he's a, he's a G. <laughs> <laughs> so I, this was following I, gonna, exactly when I'm he not, woke up I'm gonna interrupt everybody. Um, I want to thank Pete Vasquez, one half of Fat Guy Eating for Plinus. We, we talk passionate about this stuff. We got upset with stuff and all that. We're never going to hate it because we're always going to love it. But yeah. We're always going to pick at it. I too. hate it. But it's like, you think about this. When we were all growing up, people have to understand, when we were all growing up. This is what we wanted they, to yeah, see. No, yeah, there were no superhero movies. Like, people laughed at superhero movies. So, I know a lot of people probably listening to this and, like, you know, going, oh, you guys are shit up. Like, listen, we thank everyone from writers, actors, like, even you, Zach, even though I shit on you a lot, I thank you guys for everything you guys have done because you're bringing our childhood to reality. Right. Agreed. We could be disappointed. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. no, in a way, it sends me thank you because it was the same thing back in the day. We got a comic. You looked at the comic like, oh, this is a shit storyline. I don't like this comic. But oh, no know, doubt. It, was fun it goes with the flow, it. you know, like yeah. whether they put it on paper or on screen, we're always <clears throat> we're either going to like it or we're going to hate it. Let That's me add it. on to that. Before social media... And I still think they do. Writers used to actually get fan mail. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe they even get even more fan mail about what they did and the story and whatnot. You know, I just people, think social media is giving the wrong people voices. Yeah, you right. Know? Whatever. Hit the so nail on the head, thing, right there. That's true. My whole thing is like, at this point, you gotta listen. You can't okay, forget that. You don't have to listen to your fans, but you gotta listen to your craft. You gotta understand that BS is no longer being accepted. Okay, when we come into the movie theaters, yes, we want, like, oh my god. So, remember, um, the Legion of Doom was a thing at one point? The Legion of Doom? And Justice League? And the Justice League? Not not Justice League. The Legion of Doom came on, um, what was it? Um, Legends of Tomorrow. Right. I mean, in the big screen. screen. And we had Deathstroke come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's Justice League, right? Uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it was like. That's that, we look forward to that. Like, like it, I, I, no, we, as conflicted as I was about the movie, I was p- 
purely hyped for that one scene because you think about all the arch nemesis of the superheroes going against a superhero team that's not really formed that's still kind of mm-hmm. like getting this stuff together makes a great film right however you made me pay for this lackluster film beforehand and I'm just like and that's gonna scare eh. fans away that's gonna right. that's gonna scare fans away it's gonna give the um the the, the haters um um, Bill Maher needs to go get you know needs to go be locked in a closet somewhere. Hold up, um, and roll some balance. <laughs> but, but, no, it's it's like this. It's like you know, it, and that's the argument I bring to people. It's like you know, DC needs to watch what they're doing with the movies because again, um, we thank everybody for what they're doing. But if like people go, you know, they're going to know a big difference between the DC and the Marvel film. I want DC films to succeed. I if they succeed, we all win. Yep. But people are going to see the big difference because I'm like, you know what? I know if I go to Marvel, my money's being well spent. But if I go see a DC movie, uh, it's like it's like wait uh, wait. Do I get the two dollar hooker or the one thousand dollar hooker? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> animated wise is always good. well. Animated wise, they've been hitting out the park. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and we, I just want to. And we do have. We do have. How long does that game start? Because even with what was it, the Killing Joke. People were a little upset with half of that movie. Well, the Batgirl thing. But but yeah. that's what isn't that what happened in the comic anyway? No 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 no. no. The Batman the and Batman and, Bat- and Batgirl. Bat- okay. When he, got, when he got Batgirl booty. Okay. Yeah. But that that didn't happen. No. And it was it was a bad choice. It was a bad, it, bad, it, bad it choice. And then it it everybody felt it demeaned the Batgirl character. Kelly, it, it not just the does. Batgirl character. It demeans everything that happened because that was a continuation from the TV show. Right. You know, from our childhood. You know, the Batman animated series that. You know, it's kind of like uh, it doesn't fit. Yeah. In a way, in Batman Beyond, they kind of touch up on it that something kind of kind of happened, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's that could right. be right, which is fine. Like we we always knew, like he kind like Bruce is. It a was whole. it was Bruce unnecessary, even, but, but even it was kind no, of weird in Batman he's Beyond too. It was still weird that yeah. it happened in Batman right. Beyond. It it, he, it was unnecessary. Like it had yeah, it had no place there. It yeah, really, right. it really it didn't. Okay, even even my sister said it. She saw it in theaters. Yeah, it was. I'm going to move us forward because we're going to be here always griping about DC. You can always come back. We need <laughs> we need to pay homage to the late, great Stanley. Yes. Yes. Um, previously on Hyrule Geek Geeks, we talked about what got us into comic books and what made us nerds. And, and Sebastian, you can answer that. Uh, I just want to say it was really Stanley that made me the person I am geek-wise. You know what I'm saying? It was really Stan Lee who created the X-Men, who created Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. uh, Spider-Man and Friends, which was with um, Firestar and um, Iceman. I don't know if you guys <laughs> Ice- remember oh, yeah, that. yeah. I, I, I used to watch that. And as I got to know Stan Lee a little bit more, and the kind of person that he was too, it was dope. Here it is. You know, this guy made a whole comic about human rights. It's called X-Men. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the stuff. I mean, if you've seen Mallrats, he talks yeah. about like how... You know, everyday life inspired a lot of the characters that we know in Marvel. I just want to say, I just want to say at one point, I used to say that the reason why I love Marvel more than DC was because Marvel was more realistic. And that was before, like, the switch and pace and whatnot. Because Superboy... Yeah, yeah, before Superman and before the writers came over and were like, you know, fans don't necessarily want the hero saves. They want the kind of turmoil thing. Right. You know? And, And it happened. Don't get me wrong. Because... Uh, what was it? Dr. Light, what he did to him, what's his, and they, they brainwashed Dr. Light, the, the mm-hmm. villain. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that yeah, happened. You know getting, what I'm saying? It, it was but, the writers. The writers right. started getting more and more. Right. So then, stories started getting darker. But for me, when I joined the scene, because I was born in 86, mm-hmm. when I joined the scene as a kid, and I was looking at something like X-Men, I, to be honest with you, is there ever an X-Men story that isn't really dark? Yeah. I, the animation story. It, it the started animation, out light and got real. It got, the, it got the darker. The cartoon. 
yeah. was dark. Every like I, they literally showed you in daylight, and it still seemed dark. Yeah. It was yeah. like the first in, in the show, the first episode of the X Men cartoon show. When Morph, Morph died. Right. I have the DVDs. Morph like dies, Morph dies, and he comes. And I told you about yeah. that. He comes back, and he lures Wolverine into yeah. the tunnel. There's like three Sentinels, and he's fighting them in the yep. dark. I thought that was a great episode, yep. by mm-hmm. the way. Yep. And it's just like. Wow, this is more realistic and dark. I can kind of like and all of this, this in the first episode. First episode, yeah, yep. first episode. Mm-hmm. First well, episode. Wait, well, wait, the morph wait, one happened. No, I think season two, or season two or three. Yeah. Season, season one, season one is when morph died. No, no, no. no, no. We're talking he about came, when, when he came back. back. That's around that the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Master, it, master mold, master yeah, mold, come back. Yeah, because he was he was in charge of it. Remember the when he was in the first episode. <laughs> so wait, hold on, hold on. So Mr. Sinister accomplishes what he wants. He captures uh, Jean Grey and um, Cyclops. Cyclops. I, I forget. This is definitely they were on their honeymoon, right? Yeah, they got married. Yeah, and um, the, I, the um, what you was know, that? They would take to the Savage Land. Savage, Savage Land. Land. This was after the Phoenix, correct? Yes. After the Phoenix, he captures him, and I remember Cyclops back. And he's like, "Step away from my wife," or whatever. And he like blasts <laughs> Mr. Sinister mm-hmm. because he's the only one that can hurt Mr. Sinister. I'm like, yo, that was. So anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a moment. We just, we just <laughs> had a moment. We, 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 we gotta let Mike wipe up a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean if you look at it, the very first episode of the X because like for me too, I created because X Men was my first for into comics. I remember picking up an X Men comic. I was excited when X Men was getting a TV show. If you look at that first episode, Saturday morning kids, and just again, they challenged kids back then because oh, yeah. you know there was topics on it. We had racism and death in that first episode oh yeah oh yeah that's yeah. that's why I was hooked yeah. on like cause it was so realistic it was so yeah. relatable in a sense you know what I'm saying I agree it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a fairy tale where like oh it's cookie cutter and all that the good guys win at the no sometimes the good the guys, guys lose they lost yeah. even though they won they lost they so lost, even yeah. they just straight out lost and don't get me wrong, DC changed their tone later on in the years, but it was well, more they, prevalent in Marvel at that, that time. That Batman show that came out too on Fox, that oh, was holding it down for oh, a yeah. while. Talk about that. Let me yeah. tell you how great that show is, okay? Once again, I'm going to pay homage to the two-part episode of Clayface. The oh, first yeah. the first part when he's like drowning himself in the chemicals, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's so sad. Season, I don't want to say season two, probably like season three, when a Joker pushed Harley Quinn out the window because she finally... Uh, she finally did what he couldn't do and captured the Batman. Their relationship right, was. right, right. Everybody's like, oh, I want a relationship like Harley and Joker. I'm like, okay, mm. let me push you out the window then. <laughs> she accomplished what he couldn't do. Yeah. Batman was He got the- mad. Although, got although mad. Let's, let's pay homage to Joker wanting to copyright Laughing Fish at one point. What's a comic? <laughs> yeah. But she, she, she did it. She did it. Yep. Wow. I mean, that was a great. That was, I was laughing too when the Joker was like, "Yeah, he doesn't mess with the IRS." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Are you mad?" There's, a, you know, going up against Batman is one thing, but the IRS? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Remember, because I think the guy left him like X millions of dollars, but only a hundred million was real, which right. obviously he spent it all, yep. and the rest was just like dummy bills. Right, and he was like, "You didn't even notice." Oh, that's, that's the final joke. Right. So, what are your guys? Um, I guess, what are your favorite Stan Lee cameos? Oh, cameos? Uh, man. Um, oh, I, I, I like the... I like the... Actually, you know what? I like the one when they confirmed he was a watcher. Yeah, that's pretty That's cool. probably one of my favorite cameos. That was Guardians 2? Yeah, it was in Guardians 2. It, it's because it confirms something that 
all the universes in a way are connected because Stanley has been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like it makes sense. Like he has a lot of great cameos and it's like it's hard to pick one, but to me that's probably my favorite because one, you get to see the Council of the Watchers because he's just talking to them. Right. And two, it's like, oh, okay, so that's probably one of my favorite ones. Okay. Damn. Uh damn so many to think about. Cause um, even in the first X Men, I I had to rewind to look at that scene. It was like, oh look, it's Stan Lee. Like right. like no one really knew who Stan Lee looked like or even remember who he was. But I was the one that like took notice. I was like, oh, he's coming out of the when he's coming out of the ocean. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, that is Stan he's Lee. Like I have to go back. He's next to the the. the. But that um, my favorite, uh, I would have to say the Avengers the, the Avengers 3 when he's like oh what you kids haven't seen a spaceship before come on <laughs> like, which which goes back to the whole um um maybe he's part of every universe right. type, mm-hmm. type thing um my favorite I have two is the Guardian of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and um or Guardian of the Galaxy 2 I should say and and oh crap I forgot um come back to me for a second so mine was, um, <laughs> believe it or not, he was in Blade, but they cut it out. Mine was oh, actually yeah, in Big Hero Six. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I was just thinking about Big that Hero one. Six. So first of all, uh. Big Hero Six. I don't know where you guys came from with this movie. You really <laughs> tear jerked me. All right, yep. like, it was just, but then he was in, it and I was like, Bar? Wait, what? <laughs> Stanley? <laughs> But but I have to you know at least mention that it's uh, it's a tie between Avengers and Teen Titans. That's right. it. So mine is Guardian of the Galaxy two mm-hmm. and then Daredevil. Um, they're with the the the, the first one oh. with, the um, with, with Ben Affleck. Starts from Cross yeah. the Street. I, I, I don't know why. Uh-huh. I really like that scene. Okay. okay. I, got, I, got, I really like that scene. And then the Teen Titans one, too. Was like, this got, is the I, wrong I movie. Another, yeah. <laughs> I got to add another one. He's like, um, I don't care. I, I love cameos. <laughs> I love it in the last Spider-Man movie, the cameo that he did when Spider-Man was fighting. Um, who was it that he was fighting? Was it the lizard? The lizard? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. He was and he's in the library. Oh, yes. That was a funny one. Yeah. I will say I love that fight scene because it actually looked like a lizard kind of fighting a spider. Like yeah. that, yeah. The, um, the lizard mm-hmm. actually moved around and everything. Yo, that yeah. was dope. He caught that, the table from hitting him. Yeah, uh-huh. hitting him. <laughs> that was dope. Was, oh man, Stanley, you've made such an impact on us. You have no idea, um, and maybe you do. Um, it's just, we're sorry to see you go, man. But like even to this day, your cameos are classic. Yeah, he's filmed all those. Yeah, sorry, they have more cameos. They said, mm-hmm. someone said this. They go, the day that they do a movie and there's no Stanley cameo is going to be a sad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's just going to reinforce. Like, I had this conversation with someone. We saw a genius die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah he is up there with legends like Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. because in all of their respective fields, these guys were masters. They right. were geniuses. Right. That's why when Bill Maher said what he said, um, I'm glad that Powell Comics, the Stanley Young Company, mm-hmm. did that open letter. Yeah. Did you read it? Yeah. Yeah. And see it. quite honestly, um, it just shows the bigotry in Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to leave it at that because he doesn't, he's not even worth any more of the time. Um, he, this man was a genius. Mm-hmm. He created characters. He created, um, and, and, in, and at the time, People were like, oh, this is stuff for kids. No, this wasn't just cookie cutter stuff. On the outside, it looked like that. Yeah. 
But on the inside, when you got deep into these characters, again, you draw up the parallels of Professor X and Magneto, Malcolm X, Martin Martin Luther King. King. You bring up the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four introduced the first family of comics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a family dynamic that he brought with that. Mm -hmm. Not a psychic comic, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is, is too, a lot of people forget, and and he died many years ago, was Jack Kirby. Him and Jack Kirby were Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. They They, were fleshing out characters. I remember when he talked about um, Thor. I'm going to let you finish. He's like... He makes sure, like, you know Thor has to spin his hammer to yeah, fly. Yeah. He doesn't just go off. He's shot at Superman. But, you know, he's like, you got to spin the hammer. Yeah, it's it's funny, too. Have you ever seen the way people call it um, Stan's script or the Marvel way, Stan, the way Stan Lee wrote a script? He just wrote a draft, gave it to the artist. That's it. And that's it. The yeah. artist had kind of more freedom range on it. Yeah. Again, it's going to a lot of... Uh, um, I'm going to leave it. I, I do conventions and everything. And um, I did Big Apple Comic Con. My neighbor next to me, they were the people who did the, the, the comics that they grade stuff and all that. And um, they used to work for Stanley. Oh, wow. And I remember the toys that they were telling me at this convention. That was one of the highlights of, for me at that convention. They were, like, talking about how Stanley is, how he's such a great guy and everything. Um, they're like, well, that's Stan. And they're like, you know, they, they go, what you see on TV, the way Stanley acts? That's him. That's how he is. And they had nothing but great things to say. One of my biggest regrets: never getting to meet Stanley in one of these cons. Yeah. A lot of people have great stories about meeting Stanley. I mean, I, I I felt generally bad for a lot of people I fought, like even like Ivy Doom Kitty, mm. who met Stanley, J- Jason David Frank, everybody, all the stories yeah. they shared, all, and it's like. In a way, you you kind of feel like someone, part of you died. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Because because that was the guy growing up. Yeah. You know that was the guy that was involved in every single Marvel production. You know, Incredible Hulk, yeah. um, all, all the other like you know Marvel like, movies or whatever. That's <laughs> that's that's him. And and like you said, like uh, for a long time going to these cons, I I've never had a chance to 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 meet Lee. But then a couple of years back, they were promoting New York Comic Con as his last like big yeah. one of his big cons or whatever. So I had to jump on that. I really did. And for a long time, I had that poster from 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 when the when I was working, you know, in my movie theater days, had it with me for a long time. And I'm thinking it needs something. It needs something. And 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 all this time, I remember thinking I need something Stanley to autograph. Yeah. And then I remember I had that. I brought it with me, and there it is. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it it was a quick high and buy thing because you know he was just literally just signing autographs and then off to the next one. But still, just being that close, you know, you know, to him, and he even gasped. To be honest, when I took out the poster and I rolled it up, he even gasped. He was like, "Oh, oh, okay," you know, because <laughs> because I don't think I, I I mean, in all my years going to these cons and being on social media, I have not seen a single poster, especially that one signed by Stanley. Because a lot of them were recalled, if you think about it, when the when the towers fell and all that happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of these posters were recalled. And I remember coming in one day and I'm like, "Yo, we're all because uh, a lot of these posters were promotional posters. Yeah. They they buy the tickets in advance. We give them a poster, just, and then and then I'm um, sorry, and then mm-hmm. um, you know, I come into work one day. I'm like, "Yo, where where are all the posters? Where 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 are the banners? They're like, we have to take it down. Why? Oh, the, the, yeah. I just want to clarify what you're talking about because a lot of viewers can't see it." We're looking at a Spider-Man poster. Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 1? One? 1. 1. The first Spider-Man poster where Spider-Man is actually peeking throughout, I believe, one of the towers. 
and they had to recall it because of the tragedy of 9-11. And you have the original poster. Wow. And you had Stan Lee. Sorry. I not only had Stan Lee autograph it, but I made sure I, I paid, I think, an extra 10 or 20 bucks just to have it. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Which is smart. Um, it's, it's a, that's an heirloom piece. Um, but again, Stan. We can never tell you. what the hell of justice okay. is. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you for everything you did. Definitely. You are a rock star. And um, again, the, the, the legacy that you left. You fueled imaginations. Um, without fueling yeah. these imaginations, we wouldn't have a lot of the things we have today um, in terms of the creative community. Um, you've helped fuel the passion for cosplayers, for artists, for writers, um, for creatives in general. And we all thank you. Thank you. Sure. Yes, man. Thank you so much. Uh, I was ready to end it on that, but we still didn't talk about Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans. <laughs> I think we can we can we can talk about that in the in the episode. Um, it redeemed the show. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was so good. It was. It was, it was. so good. I mean, I, I don't, I don't the like best te- part is there is no stopping the Batman. I'm sorry, yeah. Starfire says there's it. no there's no stopping the Batman, and um, they jabbed at themselves all throughout yeah. the yes. whole yeah. movie. Yes. I think that was the smart route to go because I remember I was like, oh my god, this dumb show is getting a movie. Because I was very disappointed in this show when it first came out. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Well, but then no, it's, it's not for movie, us, no, no, too. No, I know. It's, yeah. I, like, that's the argument people give, but I argued it this way. Mm-hmm. When they created Teen Titans the first time, it didn't feel like it was dumbing down to kids. Because like I feel like one of the routes Cartoon Network went is that they started dumbing down shows. Like, come on, we now got twerking Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, it's crazy. Really yeah. Need that? yeah, it's crazy. Um, I stopped watching Powerpuff Girls after the but, uh, but movie. It's like the, but it's like the shows before, that, like the Teen Titans, it didn't make yeah. kids feel stupid. It was kind of like, you know, it had a story. It had still its jokes, mm-hmm. but it had a story. This didn't have that. Now, mm-hmm. flash forward later, you release this movie and the show takes jabs at itself. That was Self-aware. funny, and mm-hmm. that was like you know what, I can mess with that because now that kind of in a way gives it its own self-identifying story. Mm-hmm. It's not just a fart joke anymore. Right. Trying to copy a dummy down Ren and Stimpy format. Right. right. So, Teen Titans. Aside from you know like the Judas Contract that comes out of movies, whatever. The original Teen Titans that came on Cartoon Network was dope. Yeah, yeah. I remember that him yeah, going yeah. Robin's personal vendetta gets slayed and all this other stuff. Like, it was story. that yeah. was great storytelling. Yeah. Then Teen Titans Go came and I was like, this is not for us. Yep. This is for the other but generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, they had some catchy songs like Catching Villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. That was dope. Yeah, okay, for us. <laughs> it was like it, but that's all it was. Right. All it was was a fart joke meme show. And fine, people want to argue it's not for us, but at the same time. Look at the kids who are watching it that they're creating for. It's like you're creating dumb content. Like look at the shows that we watched when we were growing up. But these shows weren't dummy down for us. And even when they came out, with Ren Stimpy, as stupid as it was, it still had more substance. My yeah. only pushback yeah. is I think whoever is in charge of Cartoon Network's lineup wanted to introduce something else because they had Young Justice out Listen. before this show. They also had remember um, which they canceled. I they even had why. Adventure Time. Okay, say what you want about it. Adventure Time is deeply layered. Uncle Grandpa needs to be fired. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Grandpa. No, 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 no. Uncle Grandpa. That is the nature of Cartoon Network. Look at Squidbillies. uh, Space goes coast to coast. That was Adult Swim. That was early Adult Swim. Right. Banana Splits. If you really want to get into it. I can go down, you know? If you really want I'm going to give you an example. The Wonderful World of Gunball versus 
Um, okay. Versus Uncle Grandpa. Uncle Grandpa is probably the dumbest show I've seen. Mm-hmm. The Wonderful World of Gumball, and this is brought my attention, challenges animation because if you look at that show, there's so many different animation styles in that one show. I was like, wow, it, it, it's a little funny. Um, mm-hmm. The other show that they had, it was the one um, with Rigby and um, what's his face? Um, uh, 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 regular show. The regular show. Mm-hmm. Again, this show didn't dummy itself down. It still was a good show. Mm-hmm. And it still had its jokes. If you look at Adventure Time, on the surface, Adventure Time, the animation on that, people look at it like, oh, this is not Matt Foster. But when you actually sit there and watch it again, it's, dope. it's reminiscent to a lot of the older shows when we're going because, again... It's mm-hmm. not sh- it's not dumbing down stuff. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we respect? It didn't dummy down the story. I get it. I just think Cartoon Network specifically mm-hmm. has come from a long line of animations in which cartoons were serious and like just like award grabbing. But not, but not yeah. just serious. They had funny shows. I know they had funny shows, but I'm just saying like they want to go like Uncle Grandpa actually has a story, and Grandpa's like this powerful being, if I'm not mistaken. But he just he forgets. You know, Adventure Time is just layered upon yeah. layers of, like, Easter eggs. I don't even get into yeah, that. Steven Universe is very layered. Right. It's yeah. a great show. But What's that the, other one? The, the, it's Steven Universe you're talking about, actually. Yeah. And it's like, you remember, like, my early days of Toonami, if you want to go that yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. About Toonami, back when, oh my god. Or Boomerang. Well, the host, he changed, like, five different times. He was white and blue, blue and white. He was yeah, taller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, was, he changed the so many times. was horrible. <laughs> that guy ended Toonami when he had the eyes. So, like, you know, remember, just remember, we had Batman, we also had Inuyasha, we had Yu Hakusho, we had all these different things. And it, and to be fair, like I just think at one point they just decided to go a different route. And the reason oh, why they is, decided to go a different which route, is which is fine, I understand, but they're just trying to appeal to other people. Because remember, I, I gave you a great example. SpongeBob is the cusp. SpongeBob, the first season, if you're listening to this and you think I'm crazy, watch the first season of SpongeBob. They it has so many adult jokes. On the show. Yeah. They had a great... They had a metal band on the show. Right. They have so many great jokes and so much talent. I want to say SpongeBob lasted for me as an adult until the fifth season. And I believe I remember that because me and my sister, I got all the season for my sister. She was young at the time. And then afterwards, it catered to the younger yeah. audience. You it understand? Got down which, at is, that point. which is fine. But at the same time, again, when... Teen Titans Go first came out and watching the show and, and I guess the younger just audience again, it, I understand Beast Boy audience, singing Catching Villains but again greatest <laughs> track ever you could still make a show like that but still have some substance to it. and that's why I go I kind of respect what they did with the movie I don't it know. saved, it. It, saved it I don't think you can do that I'm, I'm just gonna push back I don't think Beast Boy no that's fine I don't think Beast Boy from the original Teen Titans can sing a song about catching villains and then go back to being serious. Right. Granted, he was silly. So I think I think we're forgetting about what happened at that time. You remember when Teen Titans Go came out? It mm. was because Young Justice was Young Justice canceled. was around first. Canceled, yeah. It got canceled because because of viewership. You know, people right. with the kids wasn't buying the toys. Um, oh yeah, that's right. It was it was it was adults watching the show and. You know, at that point in time, there's, I mean, adult collectors like myself, there's not a lot of us, right? There's not a lot of us. So, so there weren't selling as much toys. The kids weren't watching it. So they said, okay, and in typical DC fashion, we're going to go to the extent, the the extreme opposite. And which was Teen Titans Go. You would think they'd be forced to watch it if the parents are watching it. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So... I didn't necessarily like Teen Titans Go when they came out. When they came out with the movie, I was like, ah, I don't care for it. That trailer, but the trailer was the trailer, awesome. Yep. I watched the movie. The movie was great. My mm-hmm. daughter used to, my daughter watches Teen Titans Go. 
um, she likes it, um, which which um, kind of transitions over into Titans, where it's like some like I watch Titans. I know the, the language is bad. I know, but there's times when I'm watching it and I have to pause it, and then she knows from just looking at the characters on screen. That's Beast Boy, that's Raven, mm-hmm. that's Starfire, and that's Robin. Yeah. You know, she knows all of them. I don't let her watch the show. You know, I think when, we, when I first watched the first episode, I had to pause and was like, okay, no, no, you can't watch this. Yeah, you can't watch this. <laughs> you know, you, you, you can't watch this. You know, and she, she gets kind of, but it's a superhero show. And I'm like, it's yeah. It's like an adult superhero. It's, 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 you know, like, so it's, it's like that lady that complained when she took her kids to go see Deadpool. Oh, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Like, lady, the movie is rated R. It is, did you not pick up a Deadpool comic? They can't even make Deadpool child friendly. That's that's exactly. the funny thing. Exactly. They're coming, they're They're coming with that the uh, PG thirteen yeah. thing, right? Did, did you, you see, see the trailer? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Listen, I I don't know if I'm gonna see it. I'm, I'm not gonna it. see it. In, I probably won't see it in theaters. Yeah. Um, I'll, probably, are, I'll probably wait. We are getting yeah. Deadpool three. He's gonna be a detective this time. He's wearing a yellow suit. Get <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's been minimized. You yeah. know. Yeah, he got hit by. He was messing with Ant Man's technology. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. Uh, do we have any other updates that we want to go over really quick? Um, well, I'm really quick. Looking forward to Aquaman. You saw ooh. the final trailer? Yes, I did. Oh man. Yes, yes. I, I, I hope this is great because I really want Jason Momoa to have a character that he can play because I kind I did and like that him as die. Aquaman. I did yeah. like him as a yeah. Don't pull a Drago. Uh, no, I, I did like that was one of my favorite parts in um the bat in the Justice League movie was him as Aquaman. I, I think agree. He brought his own flavor to it. I'm looking forward to watching this movie because I really want to see the part where they jump off the boat and everything is dark. And then I want to compare it to The Little Mermaid. This is like the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see to see Ariel like under the sea. And then also Suzanne. That would Suzanne be dope though. Suzanne like there's too. a mermaid. All right. <laughs> so, so um, Aquaman um, definitely was, I think, the the star of the show for Justice League. I would yes. definitely see him and him and Wonder yeah. Woman. Um, I think and I think also the Cyborg. Ezra Miller did good. Yeah, he, yeah, he did good. Just Flash. Yeah. Um, I just want. I'm curious to see where this fits in in that timeline, or or after. or if they like they starting from scratch. Four or I think it, it's gonna it's gonna be some some of the I'm, flashbacks before because remember yeah. he even my, points to the um the trident to the trident. He's, he's like, like he, got one of those. he's like I got so one he, of those. He got the trident in Justice League. Right. So. But but I do know for a fact even the director said no Justice League in my movie. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't expect them to be. I and, and you know what and 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 it's not necessary. Just like the whole Shazam thing. If like if the whole if the Cavill Superman thing fell through because they couldn't fit. Uh, him uh, for a cameo in that movie then you know what screw that Shazam doesn't need a cameo there's brief ways you can do a cameo there is and it's already been shown in many movies not just the Marvel movies in many movies even in the Daredevil show they didn't show the heroes it was the stuff briefly mentioned. Yeah, stuff on the wall. The newspaper clippings. Yeah. yeah, that's all you need. That's how you know it's connected. Yeah. That's what you I'm saying. Like you don't need an actual physical person to do a cameo. Like even in the trailer itself, you see the the, the news clipping of Superman. Right. You see the uh, the Batman Batarang. Like that's all you need. Yeah, but you don't really all. need. Like an action, you're like Henry Cavill showing up like at the end, be like, you know, what's up or whatever. Like, I it's, wouldn't mind it. It's a, I wouldn't mind it. Imagine, imagine Aquaman finishes whatever, and he's in the city or whatever, and you just happen to see like, uh, hey, I want to talk to you. You know, it's my name is Clark Kent. I work for the Daily Bugle, and you'd be like, oh, that's yeah. dope. <laughs> or, but here's the thing. It's like this. Um, like that would be dope for the fans. I'm just saying, but you do it subtly. Yeah, you do it, so you do it subtly. Like, mm. like. 
again, Iron Man is probably the perfect movie for that. Okay. Because we didn't have him all of a sudden see Captain America. No. Mm-hmm. When he was putting stuff together, he pulls out a Captain America shield. Mm-hmm. All the fanboys were like, oh, oh my uh-huh. God. Yep. Yep. Captain America shield. Mm-hmm. Put in two and two mm-hmm. together. And then the icing of the cake obviously was Nick Fury right. at the very at end. At the end, yep. But that was already something very subtle. Right. Was that? That's all you need to do. The only, the only, I, I, the thing that I like to see from the Shazam movie is at least a reference to like maybe an upcoming villain because you already have Doctor Savannah yeah. in, in in this one. Maybe like a little throwback to Mister Mind or maybe Black Adam. Maybe maybe something that triggers me mm-hmm. that like like a sequel that'll at least lead to Black Adam. You already I, know I, the Rock wants to knock out the Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's gonna be the end of the movie is probably gonna be the, the Rock is gonna appear some somehow some way. I'm not a big. Oh, maybe like some kind of disturbance you know, where he's trying to break out. A yeah. reference because yeah, yeah. he wants to do his own. Thing he wants to do his Black own. Adam and I'm like, let's like, listen, I'm not a fan. I understand. I like that, the Rock. Know, he wants to do his thing with the character and all that because you know when the Rock comes in. He kind of he, he's not really a big, really big franchise saver because you know not even he could save the GI Joe franchise. That franchise was just yeah. Mm-hmm. From the beginning. But Mm-mm. you just mentioned you just I, oh, that's a source. Listen, 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 I'm not going to talk bad about the Rock. Because, no, there's no, no, no you can't talk bad about. No, right. I'm not saying, saying you are. He just I, wants to do his own thing. Yeah, he does, and I and I hope right. that it's which is good too. But he, well, like, you, you know what it is. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to interrupt everybody. It's just when the studio starts going, oh, we like how this person did this character, so we're going to go focus the universe on this character. Don't do that. Sorry, I'm shaking hand again. I'm sorry, I'm shaking hand again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I agree. That's two handshakes, man. I'm excited to see you him. Get a handshake oh, yeah. from Brooklyn Boy T yet? <laughs> well, I've been mostly observing, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm really excited to see The Rock step into this arena. I am. I just hope that the studio doesn't botch it up. Um, and that he... Because, honestly, I can't think of a standalone Black Adam movie, but doing what? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Considering he, uh, his history, he was at one point part of the Justice Society of America. But that's, like, a different thing altogether. Yeah. You know? So, it's like, what if... If if they're planning on making Black Adam the anti-hero, I can't think of a villain that he can go up against. Not only that, like it has to be you have to you have to be true to the character. Just because again, just because The Rock is super popular, he's a big money drawer, does not mean you make him into a black version of Shazam. Not yeah. or not out the gate. Right, right. Out the gate, you cannot have a Black Adam movie. An origin right. movie of Shazam would mostly focus on him being corrupted by power and going against the actual wizard of Shazam, which he but, would lose. But, but that's, we, but we're that's talking, him. We're talking about... Right? Black we're talking, Adam? Right. We're, we're talking about, like, B.C., like, Egypt, and right, right. all that right. stuff. Like, I, that setting. Yeah, it's not, well, not going to what I'm saying. It's not going to work. He, he can't yeah. be the main star. As Black Adam, he can't. He, they, not yet. Unless uh, not yet. Not yet. Not saying that he can't show up as the villain, and then maybe a next movie, and then right, t- right, right. Yeah, look yeah. at Loki. Look, look, look at Loki. No, Loki no, no, was on one side, and it completely not completely, but he was kind of an antihero in um in um what, Avengers two, Avengers two, okay. in Avengers um mm-hmm. um Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You know, and Thor and and, and, and Thor three. Mm-hmm. You know what it's like. Maybe Black Adam was probably the wrong character for him. Maybe it was the right character. I go, Rock has already played a villain in Doom, which, again... That was years ago. Yeah. And Scorpion King. Um, Run it back. <laughs> well, it was mostly CGI. 
Yeah. <laughs> the eyebrow. <laughs> but, um, this is the thing. Um, CGI eyebrow. I would want him he to He always makes sure to... In- he I always want- has his rock bottom move in all his movies yes. yeah. and the eyebrow. Well, at least some Shout kind of some kind of move. Some kind of rock move. I, but this is the thing. I want to see him introduced as a villain and then we gradually... See the turn. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, maybe we could have done this with Man of Steel 2. He versus Black Adam. Black Adam is on par with Superman in terms of power. Right. Those two going head to head. This would have probably been a great role and also have Henry Cavill shine. You know what I think would actually be a great movie for him to shine in? But there'd be other people there. Injustice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. They go down an injustice story. Like, like you know, this I'll, which they're not. This is what he, do it, yeah, yeah, they're but. not. But this would have been like, if you really think about it, this is just throwing it on the universe. Possible animated form, maybe. Like, like maybe. He, like he okay. transitions in, into that role where Superman is like corrupted. He's a villain, but then you transition Black Adam. Like, okay, he's playing the hero part in that. So, which he barely ever was. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's always been leave my me my country alone, right? You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Doc, he's like Doctor Doom, Doctor right? right. All the very so, like, if we can get injustice, then we can also get um, what's that world where Superman is literally snorting meth? Uh, Justice Lords. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Not meth. Not meth. Um, kryptonite. Kryptonite. Sorry. Kryptonite dust. Really back. So, what happens is there's a multiverse that the Justice Lords are actually evil. Yeah. And they rule the whole world. Mm-hmm. Superman is snorting Kryptonite. He's not called Superman. He's like called Ultraman. 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 Right, right. Ultraman. Saying, oh, the crime syndicate. Yeah, yeah, right, the crime. Oh. Well, they changed it for the um the adaption of animation, yeah. obviously. That um, man bat as, as Batman. Uh, uh, um, oh, really? Owlman. Yeah. Owlman, right. Owlman. Wonder Woman's Super Superwoman. Superwoman. Superwoman, yeah. Oh, and then what's this? What's Green, what's green Arrow called? Uh, Power Ring. No, Power Ring. Green, green and then... The Flash died. Johnny Quick. But he died, didn't he? Yes, yeah. he did. He died at the end. Johnny Quick. Okay. But in the original, if I'm not mistaken, the animation, he died before. Anyway, doesn't matter. If they're going to bring... Like, what DC could do is, like, tales from, like, another universe. And then just, like give, us, just give us that. Yeah. Just story. give us that. I'd be I happy. Like, do it as a show first. I would say test the waters because right now on the TV shows... You've introduced the multiverse because Flash just likes to um, put it in the timeline for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say because they're going to do this all Elseworlds thing right now where they're introducing Batwoman. They're going to introduce some more characters. 90s Flash. I just want to say. 90s yeah. Flash. Oh, my so, God. like, you could probably bring them on to the TV show and do that because we already have a Superman on Supergirl. Right. Which yeah. he's hit it out the park. Yeah. Probably. And he's playing yeah. and he's doing, you know, two roles if you look at the pick. He's got the black suit on and, 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 and the regular suit. He's going to he's gonna be a dual, dual yeah. Superman. Mm. But it's, it's and, and they are weird. They already and the suits are different. Out. I don't know if you noticed, but the suits are different. He yeah. actually has like a neck thing up here with the black suit the other one oh, he, I, didn't see, he doesn't. I didn't notice it I mean mm-hmm. they already gave us evil Supergirl which right. is pretty dope yeah. they gave us um, the Ray um, like what they've done on these shows they've, they've already showed Wonder Woman's world in mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow in Legends of Tomorrow yeah they mentioned Bruce Wayne and now we have Superman so it's like it's you can do that with these shows mm. but getting back to Black Adam I don't know uh, I mean I mean when it comes to like uh, again DC and what what's to come Aquaman, I'm definitely down for it. I even surprised my sister with, because um, like Amazon g- is 
giving out this thing where it's like if you're a prime member you can watch the movie early december 15th so i was like two tickets here you go you know merry christmas happy new year merry Krika, whatever you know have fun happy birthday so you know <laughs> she's she's super stoked about it because she's uh um all for it shazam april 5th i'm down you know yeah. whatever joker movie next october i'm definitely down too so whatever with when it comes to these movies i'm, I'm glad that they're not rushing you know the schedule so just Stick with this schedule for now, you know, like like you say, you know, test test the waters, see 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 what works. Okay, yeah, got anything? No, no, no. All right, so I'm gonna just really say I'm looking forward to Falcon and Winter Soldier series, the Winter Soldier, excuse me, because they both were Captain America, Mm -hmm. right? And it's different extremes, Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be like they're fighting each other. I mean, obviously. Bucky wins. I mean, let's be real. Bucky wins. <laughs> no, they, they became the new buddy cop thing. Right. Remember, yeah. If you remember them in um, Civil War, it? Civil War, them in the back of the beat, mm-hmm. uh, they're just like at Cap and all that, and they're giving each other a pound like, yeah. 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 And, yeah. I, and they already have an interesting on-screen dynamic already. So, I'm looking forward to that. I think we're going to wrap this up. It's your boy Mayhem Mike from Hyrule Geek. Thanks for joining us. I got my boy, Sebastian. Where can we find you, Sebastian? What have you done? Let us know about your life. Well, Cons are coming up in 2019. We have a haircut at that point? Uh, We already have a haircut. What are you talking about? (laughs) My hair is longer than yours. You keep picking up. You know what? Your hair is not longer than mine. I'm going to have the to shave your hair one day. You're going to wake up all like, what happened to my locks? Maybe your body hair. (laughs) Lots of melatonin. Sasquatch. In the drinks. Like, oh, No, no, I'm sorry. Good. Um, Well, we got a bunch of cons coming up. So, so far already, um, I'm going to be Spike. I don't know if you guys hear this. I'm going to be at ZoloCon in February. Um, you can catch me on Sebastian Bonet Art on Instagram um, to follow me, to see me, see me at the conventions. Hit up um, inbeyondmag.com. That's inbeyondmag.com. We have um, a bunch of great articles that are recovering. You may even see um, episodes of Hyrule Geek Geeks on there and other podcasters, as well as artists, writers, and everybody that we're covering stories about and latest geek news. And um, you can find me at SebastianBonetArt.net. Um, or SebastianBonet.com. Your video series is now a podcast, right? Oh, yeah. Nerds It Around will be coming back. It's season three will debut as a podcast. Uh, Originally, you had the YouTube channel, Nerds It Around, um, the Jesse Sebastian Adventures as well on YouTube. I was featured on like two of them. Three of them. Yeah, right. But yeah, Nerds It Around will be coming back as a podcast. Um, You may hear everybody on Hyrule Geekers make the trip over, but we'll probably do a challenge exchange. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, probably a talent exchange. Uh, Law has been talking about like you know doing something too and all that with um. Give a big shout out to Geek Ronin too. If you haven't heard their podcast, go listen to them. Shout out, love you guys. But yeah, that would be a dope talent exchange. Yeah. We do like that, you know. What, what's the shirt you got on today? I gotta give um Jay Peralta a shout out because um if you guys haven't seen it yet, it's the Artist Club Apparel Artist Club. Um, we are a club of artists from Fat Guy Inc. Artist Masora, Son of Saint, Evil Comics. Go to it, um, Artist Club on the official Artist Club on Instagram, and you can learn how to get these cool, awesome shirts done by Jay Peralta. And finally, go to Embion.com. That's I N B E O N dot com. Learn more about the comic studio that's taking over the world. Brooklyn Boy T, what you got on? And where can we find you if any if we can't find you? You can find me on IG at Brooklyn Boy T. I have one a flash t shirt, you know, this representing the um That's like the classic flash shirt. Classic flash, man. Classic flash. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, um, this is a great episode, guys. Um super excited. 
All right, all right. All right. What you got on and where we can find you, Fossil? Dark of Manhattan, you can find me. Well, you know, don't call me. I'll call you. (laughs) And I'm sporting a uh, mashup T-shirt, if you will, of my Ghostbusters with a Fantastic Four cover. I don't don't recall, like, the actual, like, title or issue, but it is there. Ghostbusting 4, bruh. (laughs) <laughs> that was actually an issue with Galactus debuted. Uh, there you go, see? Got an <laughs> expert here. Wasn't that a two-part series with The Watcher? Watcher came through? Yeah, I think The Watcher came through. Yeah, yeah all right, dope. Watcher, Silver Surfer, oh, wow, ah. that. Yep. Hope we get a great movie sometime soon. Anyway, it's your boy, man, Mike. Um, you can find me, of course, on The Last Stop on the L. Definitely check out that series. You can find me on The Nerds of the Round, like Sebastian said. I'm probably on Brooklyn Boy's Instagram, probably doing some kind of comment. And I'm also sporting a Goku doing a dab shirt. I have a Naruto one, but the Goku one is my favorite right now. It's what I use in the gym. I'm bulking up, trying to be like the Hulk. And this has been it for last time. I didn't know he was recorded. Nobody told me this. Until next time, folks. Peace. Peace. Hi, heroes. This is Stan Lee coming at you. Want you to know, Marvel has always been and always will be a reflection of the world right outside our window. That world may change and evolve, but the one thing that will never change is the way we tell our stories of heroism. Those stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, religion, or color of their skin. The only things we don't have room for are hatred, intolerance, and bigotry. That man next to you, he's your brother. That woman over there, she's your sister. And that kid walking by, hey, who knows? He may have the proportionate strength of a spider. We're all part of one big family, the human family, and we all come together in the body of Marvel. And you, you're part of that family. You're part of the Marvel Universe that moves ever upward and onward to greater glory. In other words, Excelsior. I'll rang you, Wayne Man of Bell. Your secrets I'll never tell. But things aren't going so well. Oh, yeah, and by the way, this Harvey Dent day is crap. I know that you took the rap. It's been eight years and no bat. And so I gotta say, your dread was holding smoke bombs you were throwing. Dark night cape was flowing. What the hell you doing lately? Hey, when I met you. It was crazy, a Lamborghini and two hot ladies. You tried to look like you were happy, but you were Batman and really angry. Hey, when I met you, you were crazy. You drove a tumbler through Gotham City, and all the orphan boys tried to haze me. I know you're Batman, so stop being lazy. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Hyrule Geek Geeks, the show for all things geek. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe below so we can have more discussions for you. Don't forget to visit our channel, Geeks Unlimited, and even our sibling channel, The Nerds of the Round, on YouTube. Links are in the description below, and until next time guys, stay geeky.
Hi, heroes. This is Stan Lee coming at you. Want you to know, Marvel has always been and always will be a reflection of the world right outside our window. That world may change and evolve, but the one thing that will never change is the way we tell our stories of heroism. Those stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, religion, or color of their skin. The only things we don't have room for are hatred, intolerance, and bigotry. That man next to you, he's your brother. That woman over there, she's your sister. And that kid walking by, hey, who knows? He may have the proportionate strength of a spider. We're all part of one big family, the human family, and we all come together in the body of Marvel. And you, you're part of that family. You're part of the Marvel universe that moves ever upward and onward to greater glory. In other words, Excelsior!